Restoring the balance of pro wrestling radio. The Ministry of Slam Radio Show. We are live on the Information Super How a glorious Sunday to all Aiden Tez. Welcome, wrestling fans. I'm doing good, thanks, buddy. How's it going? I'm doing good, mate. I'm doing good. It's a glorious bank holiday Sunday here on the south coast of England. I've already recorded one hour and a half podcast today, and now let's do another possibly three-hour wrestling podcast. Unbelievable, Tez. Holy moly. This gonna, this, I mean... Go ahead, go ahead. There's a massive difference right now. I'm looking on the screen, Tez. There's a massive difference with my suntan in compared to your suntan. <laughs> it's quite unbelievable. I don't, have, I, I don't tan. I don't tan, mate. I either burn or I stay pale. Podcast listeners, if there's ever a reason to tune in, it's to see our tans. The difference in the tans. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's quite good. I do, I do go out in the sun sometimes, yeah. honestly, I do. <laughs> It's I'm not just in this lair all the time, like watching horror. <laughs> watching horror and wrestling. Oh. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, How you doing there, mate? You alright? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. It's been uh, it's been a real good uh, real good few days, buddy. That's How about yourself? I'm alright. I played some Bon Jovi gigs. Uh I played this weird one on Friday at this uh, motocross bikers thing. Um and just as the end of the, the last song, um I was literally doing the introduction on the keyboards the world's greatest david bryan wayne and uh and this guy came in with a chainsaw no shit literally came into the crowd there was no chain on the chainsaw it was just like bloody hell it was really weird like a little bit like crazy fog um and uh and it was just like man i was like what it was so loud it was louder than the band playing that's the band for a pa with Jesus. a live drum kit this chainsaw was ridiculous i couldn't believe it <laughs> It was a little bit like, uh, yeah, like Dukes of Hazard at this motocross event. I think the sort of oh, people God. there, um, you know, it was. So, so it's in Dorset. I was in Swindon. It's pretty, oh, Swindon! Pretty yeah. explains a lot. Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was really weird. No, no, uh, no Terry Funk or or uh, there. There's no Terry Funk there, but it was definitely oh, a chainsaw, sure. and they're pouring like beer on it or something, and it was really weird. Um, okay. So yeah, I couldn't even hear anything. Uh, it was but yeah really weird but yeah it was all right it was all right it was good it was good good stuff and um i watched deadpool 2 this week which i've never seen that was a good film yeah it's good it's decent isn't it yeah yeah it's good but yeah i quite enjoyed it how are you how have you been you've been pumped up from the gym you said before we went live i've been getting british bulldog in shape except without all the you know steroids and all that um <laughs> No, it's been good. It's been good. Been uh, been gymming the last couple of days. Uh, had a Zoom call with the new uh, the new owners of Vipco, all the right. way from New Jersey, where Bon Jovi uh, come from. And exactly. Exactly. Goodness me. You, hey, Dave, if you want to get in their good book, say, hey guys, you never guess what? I do a wrestling podcast with a guy who pretends to be John Bon Jovi. Sometimes they'll love it. <laughs> uh, what I'll do on the next time I have a Zoom call, I'll have like a New York Giants hat on, uh, Bon Jovi like patches yeah. on a thing, just yeah. really. Really push. I'll, I'll find out who their Major League Baseball team is as well. and Just just get me on. Get on the Zoom call. Hey, guys, you living on a prayer right now? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it was, it was cool. Really good uh, really good chat with them. They uh, 
I see very good things on the horizon. I mean, they're talking about, you know, they want us to be hitting the film festivals like Fright Fest in London, the big ones in Glasgow. And I'm like, uh, if this all means that I'm going to get all expenses paid, trip to the company, you know, kind of uh, company get together in New Jersey, then fine. I'll do whatever you want. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That'd be good. That'd be awesome, mate. That'd be really cool. That's it. Will it finally pay off me getting murdered in that film then? Can I come? Yeah, maybe. That'd be good. <laughs> Great. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. they've been stitching up your your merchandise or something, have they? Someone has. Oh no, no, they they have not them. It was that's... the it was someone else nicking your merchandise. Then. Yeah, some other company have been putting the Vipco uh, logo on T-shirts and selling them. It's like you don't own that. Uh, so what the hell? Give me some. Give me some bunts. Unbelievable, mate. Um, yeah, but they're going to put stops to that. They're a bit of a bit of a machine. I mean, they put they showed me their new trailer for their their website they're making of the sort of films that they have that they release, and there's some big stars that come out on their films. Like, yeah. I mean, at the moment, my brain's going completely blank as to who, but I'm sure there's Ashton Kutcher's on one of their films. Oh, wow. And yeah, yeah, yeah. People, people from things that I've seen. Big star is, from the cool. upcoming Netflix series That Nineties Show. You know what? I, it doesn't it doesn't hold up as much these days, but I did grow up watching that 70s show. Yeah, and the yeah. first few seasons I did really like. Yeah, I, uh, so I, I, I like that 70s show. Interesting what yeah. that 90s show will be like. Yeah, I'll definitely give it a watch. I'll definitely give it a watch. I'm not sure if Hyde's going to be no, in he, it, because I'm pretty sure he's got legal problems, hasn't he? I think he's got a lot of legal problems. He definitely he's shouldn't not, be in it. He's been a naughty boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah naughty I, think, boy. I think he has been a naughty boy. He's done something, allegedly. We better say that. Yeah, allegedly. Just in case. We don't know what he's talking about. But uh, it's good to be here, mate. Good to be here talking some wrestling. It's a busy week for wrestling, Tez. We've got a man. This is one of, I think, in the history of uh, MOS since I've ever done it, this could possibly be the most busy week of MOS history. From this, from tonight to Monday next week, in terms of shows, interviews, uh, live shows, uh, traveling, meeting wrestlers, um, meeting MOS people. And various other things, drinking coffee, uh, stopping off at service station toilets. Unbelievable amount of stuff we get to do, Tess, this week. Unbelievable. Insane. It's going to be It's going to be a busy old time. We've got a lot on. <laughs> to piss. That's the only thing we're doing at the service station toilets. Nothing else. Not to talk about wrestling. <laughs> um, but it's good. It's going to be a bit mad busy week, Tess. I'm quite excited about mm. it. And it starts now. The wrestling week starts. Is this WrestleMas this week? I think it must be. It's got to be. It's got to be. WrestleMas 2, mate. WrestleMas 2. 2, Electric Boogaloo. It is good. But uh, tonight, guys, do you know why we're here, Tez? Um, not sure. Why are we here? Tez, we are here for the Ministry of Slam, and we are live here right now on this YouTube channel. It's great to be here. And tonight, we'll be talking about all the week's wrestling news. We'll be talking about this week in wrestling history. I will try and foil Tez with the 211 quiz. We'll be taking your calls via Zoom. Make sure you download Zoom if you want to call in, and we can chat to you live on the air. And you go out to a massive network of not just the people watching right now, but you go out to the pillars of the MOS community, the podcast listeners, all the people listening on the podcast. We were charting in Australia again this week. Tez, our pe- terrible Australian accent did not ruin the charting in Australia. So it's good to be uh, charting in Australia. Welcome all you flaming galahs down there in Australia. And uh, it's time, Tez, for us to talk about the wrestling news. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. It is the news. Let's go! Holy moly. So, first up in wrestling news, Johnny Gargano returns to Raw. 
Uh, Johnny Gargano is back in WWE. During the third hour of Monday Night Raw, Johnny Gargano returned to WWE. Gargano finished up with the company in late 2021. Uh, Gargano grabbed a microphone and stated that for the past nine months, he questioned if he wanted to continue performing or not. Gargano then went on to state that he is back in WWE. As Gargano was talking, he was interrupted by Mr. Money in the Bank Theory. Uh, The two two paired together in NXT as The Way, along with Indy Hartwell and Candice LeRae. Theory mentioned that everything Gargano wanted to do in WWE, he's already done. Right. Theory then said that people love him and Gargano together and uh, suggested that they do the high five they did as part of the way. Gargano opted to super kick Theory instead. And that's a great, great moment. Uh, what do you think about Johnny Gargano being back? I quite like it. Um, I wasn't really on the Johnny Gargano hype train. I appreciate what Triple H done because, of course, where Dynamite was was Johnny Gargano's hometown, home state situation so there would have been all the rumors that he was going to turn up on dynamite and he turned up on raw to stem that flow of excitement for dynamite i feel uh it was a clever move there by triple h but i think johnny gargano being back on raw is a positive move how much will he be used uh, what do you think yeah i mean i i enjoyed gargano like during diy and i suppose the early part of his feud with champa yeah, I do think by the end they sort of ran that into the ground. So for me, I'm in no rush to see him uh, squaring off with Champa again. I think you know, keep Champa's doing some good stuff now with the Miz. It's it's kind of I think surprised a lot of people yes. that you know he's he's getting some uh, he's getting some leeway there. He's getting some uh, fuel. So I think keep him separate. I mean, I I did still see Gargano in WWE around the time. Oh, sorry, in NXT. Around yeah. the time of the way, and I'd got I was getting bored with Gargano by then, so yeah, I wasn't too hyped initially with like, oh, Gargano might come back. Like I thought, a big whoop, don't really care. But yeah. it was it was a cool it was a cool debut or re return, I should say. I kind of feel the same. I think the guy, I do think the guy lacks a bit of charisma. I have to say, yeah, he yeah, doesn't yeah, look yeah, like yeah, a wrestler. Yeah. No, he's very he's very good in the ring. Um, but I know what you mean. Is a, uh, and I really don't mean to, to speak disparagingly, but he does have a bit of a Weasley look. <laughs> he looks like a guy who'd be the manager at a, at a computer game store. He's in charge of like older people, like got all the kids who work on Saturdays at the computer game store. He's the guy that's a bit older that like, is in charge of the manager of a computer game video store. I feel assistant manager. Like, I think he he's maybe got the air of like, oh yeah, I'm I'm, I'm the top dog here. It's like, well, no, 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 there is someone above you. Assistant to the general manager. Assistant, yeah. assistant to the general manager. Yeah. <laughs> At, at the computer game store but no I think it's good it's a good move it'd be good that Triple H is slowly getting back some of the people that have left under before he was yeah. while he was off with his bad ticker and all that stuff so I think it's good for Triple H and good good vibes I think for the wrestling community to have um, these people who are NXT darlings getting pushed and flourish it could possibly flourish under Triple H rather than coming in as you know the sex monster like Karen Cross came in whatever it was you know and I think we're probably going to be guaranteed to be getting some good matches because yeah. um, whilst, like I say, got bored a bit of the Champa feud because it seemed to go on forever, but I'd love to see Gargano against people like um, Chad Gable. Um, well, I, just, I can't really think of who's on Raw off the top of my head, but I think there's, there's going to be some solid matches going in there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. It's gonna, it's good. It's good stuff. It's good stuff, and it's more new people or new old people turning up again. Uh, I find that quite interesting, mate. Interesting yeah, yeah. situation. Exactly. Um, next up, Bron Breaker and Tyler Bate agree to unify the NXT UK and NXT titles at Worlds Collide. 
With the announcement of NXT Europe coming in 2023, along with that came the confirmation of a Worlds Collide event for September 4th. During the first hour of Tuesday's edition of NXT 2.0, to follow up on the conclusion of NXT Heatwave, Bron Breaker invited Tyler Bate to the ring. Both talents agreed to put their respective championships on the line in a unification match at Worlds Collide. It was made official that the NXT UK and NXT Championships will be on the line in a double title match at the event. Um, There's no way Bron Breaker's losing that. No. I think we should say right now, of course, that will be on when Ministry of Slam should be live next week, Worlds Collide. So we are next Sunday's show. We will start one hour earlier and be a strict two-hour show. And then I think we will go live on the Monday night as well to look at all that. That's next week. So guys, we'll be we'll be live definitely next week, starting one hour earlier. Strict two-hour show between six and eight. We can be your World's Collide pre-show. And maybe if we're feeling it, we can do a watch-along of World's Collide if anyone fancies doing that live. Because of course, it'll be on during our awake time we won't be asleep so we could actually hang yeah. out and watch Wells Clyde here if anyone's interested it might be quite fun to do but we'll talk about that but we'll definitely be at live next week between 6 p.m uh uk and 8 p.m uk so that's uh 1 p.m eastern and um maths <laughs> <laughs> i don't know the other ones <laughs> two hours after once three 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 you're right <laughs> Um, there's also a women's unification match confirmed or announced, for, uh, I should say, for Worlds Collide. Uh, in her NXT 2.0 in-ring debut, Blair Davenport scored a win over Indy Hartwell. Post-match, Davenport further made her intentions clear that she is coming after the NXT Women's Championship, which led to the current champion, Mandy Rose, coming out. Rose and Davenport were joined by the reigning NXT UK Women's Champion, Micah Satamora. After Satamora and Rose had an exchange about who's the most dominant women's champion, Satamora suggested a unification match for Worlds Collide. What do you think then? Are you excited? What do you think about this, Tess? The, I mean, I cannot see the United Kingdom champions winning. Just, just get rid of no, those, belt, those people there, in the belts. Not get rid of them, but... It's a tough one because on one hand, this is the the new era, so to speak. So you would think that there'd be some respect for, you know, equally between NXT UK and NXT. But if I'm looking like at this match, like we looked at the, the men's title match, I wouldn't surprise me if Manny Rose retains. Oh, yeah. I definitely and, think you she should retain. Yeah, unifies the titles. I mean, personally, I'd love to see Blair Davenport get the win, but I think maybe she's not been around long enough or maybe she's not seen yet that high at the pecking order i mean again i haven't watched nxt uk really so i don't know how she's been presented on yeah yeah on wwe programming but um yeah i think it's going to be a good match like mandy rose has come across come along leaps she's and great down there isn't she yeah, yeah. She, do you, yeah, do you so, think in a way it would have been better to keep the belts on them on these guys and keep them floating around a bit like uh, for, like maybe how uh, Tony Khan had the ROH champions in when they, you know, he bought ROH. Like, so, like, you know, um, I can't remember his name now. Um, Jonathan Gresham had the ROH, yeah. had the ROH belt, didn't it? So he could flit around and have feuds in, in normal NXT 2.0 until they bring back NXT Europe. And then it's like you've already got that prestige of a guy with the big belt with the UK championship. And then it, and then they unify it with a, have some sort of turn for a European belt. And then, but he's already got a qualifier qualify for the final. So like I'm, I'm sort of fancy booking wrestling here, but I feel like there's no way Tyler Bate is going to beat Bron Breaker at all. 
because no. he's their project so it might have been better to keep that belt on and to keep him sort of he's got the prestige of the few year history of the nxt uk he flits around has a few feuds around nxt uk a bit like jonathan gresham did in irh maybe he loses it but it still keeps that belt at a high level and then when they do bring in nxt europe it could have been good to have a nxt europe unification match with the uk championship you've still got the prestige of the uk belt you know Something like that, I feel, might have been a better, better way to serve, um, serve this this championship and the the lineage of it. Hello, Sam, Muzzy, how you doing? Welcome to, good to have you here. Welcome everybody. Good to have everybody here on this glorious Sunday evening. Thank you for spending your bank holiday Sunday with us. It's a holiday for us uh, Americans here in the UK. We have a holiday tomorrow, day off. I mean, yeah, I see. I see what you're saying in regards to, is it kind of a bit too soon to be kind of getting rid of these belts? I think the difficulty is, and. I've kind of had my opinions on how uh, AEW have kind of dealt with the the ROH titles, especially in the first couple of months, really. Yeah, yeah. And I think WWE, as much as I do like the belt designs and, and whatnot, I think it's kind of smart because if we're not going to have NXT UK now, you know, it's going to become NXT Europe some point next year. Yeah. They've only got... Well, that's really an hour and a half of of TV, like two hours with ad ad breaks. Yeah. So to have two more, or maybe three more, if we have the tag titles in there as yeah, well, yeah, three yeah. more belts on that show, it soon becomes I very convoluted. That. Yeah. And yeah, you can't if you're not then having feuds for those belts or every belts kind of filling up the show, then they kind of will kind of, I suppose, maybe get forgotten. So unifying the titles to then bring in new belts or return the belts next year i guess does make sense but it is a shame because like especially the men's united uh united kingdom belt is really nice it's, sexy so it's gonna belt. be ashamed yeah it's gonna be it's very sexy it's gonna be a shame to see that gone but, uh, nelly uh, now's put in chat what do you what do you think the all-out main event is we're gonna be talking about that after the news nelly now well, welcome to the show good to have you here and thank you for that subs, uh, subscribe um someone just subscribed and thank you for that subscribe um person i'll just i've missed it sorry i've missed it oh hang on thank you very much for subscribing whoever subscribed ruth and ruth and uh pain charmed yeah thank, thank you thank you ruth and really appreciate it sorry we missed it but thank you very much for subscribing and anyone else who's new here please do hit the subscribe we're live here every single sunday on this uh, youtube channel at this very time and all through the week doing various other things a lot of wrestling horror all sorts of stuff so uh welcome all everybody sorts. good to have you here it's a big wrestling week tez Holy moly, yes it is. Um, next up in the news, CM Punk addresses the promo involving Hangman Page. I'm trying to sell tickets to the live events. CM Punk addressed the recent sports uh, report, sorry, stemming from his comments on Dynamite last week where he issued a challenge to Hangman Page. On Dynamite last Wednesday, Punk started off uh, the show with a promo and called out Hangman Page to challenge him for the title, which went unanswered. Punk said it wasn't cowboy shit, but ca coward shit, and then moved on to focus on John Moxley. Punk was interviewed by Justin Barrasso at SI.com to promote tonight's match with Moxley for Wednesday and uh, addressed the handling of Page in his promo last week. That's what I'm here to do. Make people want to see what happens next. I'm trying to sell tickets to the live events. That goes back to me saying Twitter isn't the real world. Twitter is a bunch of people that don't really care about your opinion. They want to find like-minded opinions that share their worldview. I'm trying to tell stories, sell tickets, and get people to tune in on Dynamite. Later in the interview, he added, I don't write stuff down ahead of time, I just talk. That's one of the biggest things that's missing from pro wrestling. It's letting people go out there and talk if they know what they're doing. 
it can be magic. I think that's uh, him trying to uh, smooth over the cracks of what he really did. Went into business for himself. Yes, he's probably trying yeah. to sell tickets, but unless they go into some sort of feud, which I don't think it looks like they are, um, that's him just being... And of course he was going to say that. He's not going to say, well, the guy's an asshole. I can't stand him. That's why I called him out. He's not going to say that, is he? They've got to work together. No, and I mean, I, I mean, Christ, it's been a, a bit of a week um, over in AEW for like damage control with the whole, you know, Sammy Guevara. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and uh, his name, his name Eddie escapes Kingston. me. Eddie Kingston. Yeah, and the, before Dynamite, uh, there was a team meeting to kind of discuss all the stuff going on over there at AEW. So yeah, it seems, seems like the Fed might have time. been tampering. Jericho tweeted tampering, and basically, have been. It seems like some people at the Fed have been contacting some AEW stars. Naughty, naughty, potentially naughty stuff there. See how long yeah. they've got on their contracts. I mean, <laughs> I guess it depends on what what the extent of the conversations are. And, it's uh, interesting because, you know, I mean, doing this, yeah. I remember like talking about it and thinking about it. It's like these guys were leaving the Fed, well, were being released, but I'm sure it, it, I would think that in their head, they were like, I've got creative freedom a bit more now. And yeah, maybe the AEW roster got a bit overloaded. But, you know, having a bit of creative freedom rather than being like the, the bear cat, Keith Lee, and utterly ridiculous, mm. like shit character about being a bear. Um, you know, it's terrible. At least like, like in the Fed, he can just be Keith Lee. Um, you know, and Jeff Hardy's a legend. You know, before Jeff Hardy's trouble, he was like a legend, Jeff Hardy. He wasn't just jobbing out every week. You know, he's, he's treated mm. with the legendary respect he kind of had. So these characters, these wrestlers were leaving the Fed and going into AW and other places, like even Matt Cardona and things, leaving to have creative freedom. And then they go, and then the idea now that Triple H is in charge and they might be able to go back, and especially if they're in the NXT with Triple H, and, you know, then maybe there's an idea that some of them might want to go back. You never know. I don't, I don't really know. Or do they even care? Are they just happy to get money and get a job? I don't really know, dude. We don't dip. Everyone's different. It's, a, it's an exciting time because we had, um, you know, people like uh, Malachi back and, uh, and, and Miro going across to AEW. And yeah. it's like, oh, yes, now they're finally going to get utilized awesome and there's been cool moments malachi backs had in just the, the whole presentation his early sort of appearances and i think he's had injury stuff going on um was incredible um and like miro as well they've got over initially the opposite way around started with a really bad gimmick yeah, 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 yeah. things have kind of worked but then time goes on you start thinking like i mean these are great talents that don't really seem to be maybe getting as featured as prominently as they should so i mean is the grass greener who knows i mean they did well i don't know it's, it's it's an interesting time because i mean andrade as well like i think he's one person that i would like to see go back to yeah, the yeah. fed because the stuff he's done in aw it's been pretty well, i kind of agree there's people there's people like as much as you have the cool moment man like i black and cool matches like mm. he doesn't they never they can't get over that there's, there's like too many stories happening all at the same time it you know, if you had less people, you could focus, drill down more on a Malachi Black going against like a Moxley. And it could be like a, a big feud against Moxley and Blackpool Combat Club versus, you know, um, what they call the Kings of the Black Throne or yeah, you know, those yeah. guys. But like much more detailed and in-depth story. And they can do them. Of course, we get them with like, you know, um, the, J the JAS and, and you know, uh, the Blackpool Combat Club. You do get those stories. But that then in turn makes people like the, um, you know, the... 
what they call the Malachi Black Squad guys, and, and, and you know, his other factions just not be used, you know. Someone like Rouge, who's amazing. You've seen him on the RRH pay-per-view with his brother, you know, wrestling Dragon Lee. Absolutely brilliant wrestling. But th these guys aren't being put into in-depth stories that are no. making you connect with them too much. Uh, but then they do pay off a lot of stories as well. There is a lot of in-depth booking, but it's a bit weird, isn't it? Uh, it's, it's an interesting time for wrestling. <laughs> so It's always so interesting, Tess. It never ends. There's always so <laughs> well, much happening. Lord Gruff says in the chat, Malachi was so much better when he was a singles wrestler. I'm still hoping he gets a single type, singles title, but very doubtful these days. I, I like him in House of Black because I think it's cool him heading up a faction. But to me, that doesn't necessarily mean that faction has to become a trio. Like I would, I think that group would work better with him going after a singles title. Yeah. yeah. The other, yeah, Brody King and um, Buddy, uh, Buddy Matthews. Yeah, yeah. Maybe going after the tag. Like I know they got you know the trios belts in now, but I mean they're already out of it. And Malachi took the pin. And do you which, not think as well mm -hmm. having trios matches on the pay per view that are not trios matches going into the trios right. tournament makes a kind of the why? Why are you having why trios? Can't we get why can't we get FTR versus Motor City Machine Guns like that in yeah. itself? Just have that. Incredible. And Wardlow, like again, like sorry, we're getting a bit, we're going a little bit ahead of what <laughs> we were going to do. But you've again got yeah. the TNT title in a shitty match that doesn't mean anything. Like this is another AEW pay per view where it's not counting. Why are they not using that? I know it's the TNT title, so maybe it should be defended on TNT. But they should use that as a belt that's defended on pay per views as well. Because again, it's on a pay per view, not being defended. It's in some weird match and pay per view tag match thing it's i don't know dude it's it does seem a bit too much going on you need, you need to reel it in a little bit mr khan reel it in yeah because we like it we love it in fact but there's too much going on dude too much if you do yeah. watch this agreed and um agreed you know bring aw to craven cottage that'd be great we'd yeah, love yeah, exactly. we'd love that yeah. <laughs> uh next up in the news the cancellation of glow was the greatest heartbreak of my career says alison brie uh, Alison Brie said the cancellation of Glow, the Netflix show that was based on the real-life 1980s gorgeous ladies of wrestling promotion, is the great heartbreak of her career. The show debuted in the summer of 2017, garnered much critical acclaim, including a total of 18 Emmy nominations throughout the 2018 to 2020 award seasons. The show was announced for a fourth and final season in September 2019, but three weeks into filming, the production was permanently shelved, with Netflix blaming the logistical and financial challenges of the early part of the COVID pandemic. In an interview with The Cider published this weekend, Alison Brie was asked about the show's demise. Uh, interviewer Will Harris commented that he was still upset about the cancellation. Brie responded, It's the great heartbreak of my career, but it will forever live on as, like, this great thing. I love working on it, maybe more than anything I've worked on, and I miss it a lot. But I feel grateful for the time I had on the show. When Harris remarked that he felt like the rug was ripped out from under me while anticipating season four, I think he's sort of making this interview about him more than yeah, the show. Yeah, oh, Alison, oh my God, oh my God. Uh, it hurt me personally that we didn't yeah. get to season four. What do you want me to do about it, mate? <laughs> uh, Brie replied, yeah, it was surprising, but it was sort of eclipsed by the shock of everything that was happening globally. <laughs> yeah. oh, you know, global pandemic. <laughs> uh, you know, so in many ways, it was almost like put things in perspective. Did you watch Glow, Tez? So I really liked season one, um, but I just, I just never got around to continuing it. Season I don't one was know, good. 
I yeah, thought it got a bit on. off the rails a little bit. It got a bit annoying. A little bit. I don't know what it was. I can't remember what it was. They all sort of went out to the desert in season three and, oh, we got to get together. It was a bit, it was a bit rubbish. I sort of done my head in a little bit. It, it, it sort of really dropped off a little, very much for me. I got very bored. And it's been so long mm. now, I can't remember what happened, but I do remember that a lot of it wasn't as fun or interesting. A bit soppy. It got a bit too sappy for me in the first series. wasn't like it's a bit, uh, what's, the guy, Mark, what's the guy's name? the mark uh, the main oh guy christ um, this podcast yeah, and stuff. He, he um he he yeah. um he was brutal in the first series and then the other series he kind of like toned it down and stuff so i don't know it was all right it was okay it was good seeing a wrestler i've not seen heels yet it might be interesting to watch heels as a wrestling I've heard show good things about heels uh, mark, mark maron mark yeah. maron yeah yes he was great in that series um let us know in the chat if you watched uh glow It'd be good to know what you guys think um interesting would be good because mm. it's interesting how they had a wrestling series have you ever seen the gorgeous ladies of wrestling documentary tez i haven't did you watch that it's very really? interesting yes yeah, very good that's on there as well on netflix worth a watch very good interesting okay. wrestling uh they done they done the, the rap my name is this and i need to say <laughs> about being the gorgeous lady wrestling very good all right <laughs> uh next up uh simon miller's friend thunder rosa Expects, expects to miss a couple of months and denies that the injury is fake. Uh, Thunder Rosa spoke about her back injury that has led to the introduction of an interim women's championship at All Out. Speaking on Busted Open Radio, Thunder Rosa stated that she learned of her injury on Tuesday and thinks she'll be out for a couple of months, while adding, this is not fake, this is not a work, following speculation that Thunder Rosa was avoiding losing the title at the pay-per-view. Uh, now there's some saucy language here. Um, if I could fucking walk, I uh, it, right. Um, if I could fucking walk, I can fucking work. Uh, Doctor Samson, he didn't clear me to wrestle. I'm not clear to wrestle. It's not that I don't want to do a match on Sunday at All Out. I can't walk. It's a shame that this is being put on social media, not only to discredit me as an athlete, but also discredit me as a wrestler. I want to walk when I'm 40. I have the right to say, no, I can't walk. I can't do it. I don't want to have surgery. If we keep doing this and going through the pain, then I'm going to be out for longer. I don't want to do that. Uh, after announcing she was injured on this week's edition of Dynamite, a four-way match to determine the interim champion was announced for All Out involving Dr. Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, Tony Storm, and Hikaru Shida. I'm just uh, going to throw this out there. It's another prime example of, you know, you're trying to build this women's wrestling division and she just does it in a backstage 30-second segment with Donny Schiavone announced their injury. Not and like, I know Punk's the big star. He was allowed to go in the ring for the whole, like, 10 minutes. I'm injured, I'm out. Blah, blah, blah. For ages, he's, he had that moment after he got injured. Thunder Rosa has just done a 30-second segment with bloody Schiavone. And as much as Schiavone is cool, that's not cool for the women's division. Totally, it's not cool. No, she's kind of since becoming champion, I mean, regardless of dirt sheet reports, this, that, and the other, and, you know, mishaps in the ring. Um, since becoming champion, I mean, any sort of promo she had would be a backstage one where she gets two words and then gets interrupted. Yeah. It just, she does feel like she's not really been having the respect that, you know, like a Britt Baker has had. Um, and I get that they, they couldn't take the title off her, especially when punks had, yeah, been able to keep the titles they've had an interim so i do get the introduction of an interim here you know but yeah it is a bit of a it is a bit of a piss take just doing it in a backstage segment like right you've got 30 seconds quickly say you're a link you're you know yeah you can't defend and we're getting an interim um, it's bad man it's not it doesn't 
put any focus on that women's division. Should have been her coming out. She, you know, she can. I've barely said in the chat she doesn't. She's not comfortable on the mic. I believe she's comfortable enough to um, yeah. to be able to say she's injured in front of people. You know, she has showed a lot of emotion when she won that belt. She needs to do saying she's injured, but she'll be back. I think she could have managed that. And it's a shame she didn't get the chance to do it. Especially when one of the matches was only three minutes. There was plenty of time <laughs> on that show. Yeah, that was a bit of a joke. Um, I mean, also, like, I get Hikaru Shida as a former champion, but she hasn't been wrestling recently, so why is she in the four-way title match? Yeah, I know. Yeah. She, I mean, she on I dark. She lost on dark. Um, I think there was a moment as well. She's not that I'm ragging when they're on AEW, but AEW then, as far as I can remember, their first stupid the, the entrance music plays and someone gets rolled up finish with um who was it one of the um Dark Order on Malachi Black in the trios match on Rampage. So Miro oh, came down. Yeah. His Miro's music played down. Malachi Black got distracted and got rolled up. But one of the dark, they never do. They've never done that. They're normally like much more clever. That's terrible. That's like stupid Monday Night Raw booking. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Like, um, I, I watched Rampage the last few weeks just kind of out of habit more than enjoyment. Mm. Like, it's just been a bit like three or four thrown together matches. Yeah, okay. I don't know. I don't want to rag on AEW because like I do say, I, I, I am finding more things of fault recently um but yeah i don't know i mean i i see this match and i get we'll talk about you know all out probably uh you know a bit more later on but i mean wouldn't surprise me if Britt baker wins again because they'll probably just think oh well she's a safe pair of hands we'll keep the belt on her yeah yeah maybe maybe mate yeah. hope not uh maybe tony storm but we'll talk about it when we've got the whole week to discuss this haven't we so much stuff to talk about i think yes um, next up, upcoming AEW Fight Forever wins Best Sports Game Award at Gamescom 2022. The upcoming AEW Fight Forever game impressed a panel of judges enough to win Best Sports Racing Game at the Gamescom 2022 convention in Cologne, Germany. Earlier in the week at the five-day convention, the public was shown gameplay footage and a playable demo was made available to those in attendance. Developers THQ Nordic and Ukes reportedly have aimed for a retro gameplay experience reminiscent of WWF New Mercy, which was released in 2000. Although still in development, the convention's panel of judges today awarded the title Best Sports Racing Game, with Colt Cabana and Evil Uno on hand to collect the prize. I think that's cool. Have you, did you see the footage, Tez? Some of it looked a bit cack, I've got to say. But it's not finished. And they haven't motion captured the wrestlers. They've animated them, which I like the idea of. I think it if it, it does play like No Mercy on a four-player couch co-op situation, that could be really cool. Because those, I mean, yes, nostalgia with old games does uh, win you over a lot. And then when you actually go, go back and play it, sometimes it's not as good as you remember. But I don't know, dude. What do you think? Did you see the footage of it? I did see the footage, yeah. I mean, like I said, I've got no interest in the the mini game aspect. Um, but like the main sort of gameplay that I saw, yeah, I agree. Some bits looked good, some bits did look a bit cack. But it is still in development, of course. Although, yeah. isn't it sk- scheduled for like an end of year? Is like, it really? I'm sure it's scheduled for this year release. Is it really? Oh my goodness! I believe, which is a little bit worrying. If that is the case, I may be wrong. I'm sure chat will. Do you know what that I'm one? Sure, chat will tell me. I don't buy ever buy um, super duper editions, but you know what I'll buy if they bring it out. <laughs> oh, well, the pre-order, the Dulux. Do you know what? If it if it, if it is this version, pass. do you know what, do you know what it would be? If it, guess what it would be for me? If it's if there's a special version, what it needs to happen, what it needs to be. Guess. 
Oh, Sting. A Sting version. Yeah, all sting versions of Sting. The Sting version. I'd definitely get that. That'd be amazing. Uh, Barracuda said February. I thought. Um, I don't know. I, I just knew it was nearish. Um, they have loads of legends like in that game because there's loads of legends in AEW. That's what's going to be cool. The the legends yeah. roster is going to be pretty cool as well. I feel. I mean, at the end of the day, it's going to come down to how it plays and if it is fun to play. I mean, I've like I, listening to some kind of reports of people playing it. They're saying like it takes a bit of time to kind of get your head around the control systems, and uh, but there are moments where you can be getting your ass beaten down, but then a simple like reversal turns the whole sort of tide of the game, which does kind of feel like No Mercy because there was that kind of you almost had like a um, not stamina meter, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, you know, the flow of the the flow of the fight start going in your favour. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I mean, I'm going to play it, no doubt. I will. Um, uh, but yeah, it's, the only thing that I would say, taking away the whole, well, it's based on No Mercy and blah, 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 that if I'm putting on my gamer hat, that the graphics hopefully will get spruced up a bit because it doesn't really even look like it's in HD, if that makes sense. Like, it does look quite washy around the edges, but yeah. I know it's in development, but... Obviously, it's being showcased, so you'd expect that it's got to be a good percentage towards where it needs to be. I think it'd be good, man. I'm quite, I'm quite looking forward to it. Kenny has got good vibes on that. They've took their time. They've took their time. They haven't had hit any deadlines and things like that. And let's be honest: to win that award at Gamescom, that's not a bullshit award. They're up against the Fifas. They're up against the Pro Evolution Soccer's. They're Formula One. They're up against all the mm. new games that come out. And yes, Fifas and Maddens and Hockeys and all these other sports games are ten a penny. There's lots of them all the time. Um, that's a quite a big thing to win that that award at the Gamescom conference. I saw there's forty different weapons you can use in the game. Forty weapons. It's quite a lot of weapons, isn't it? That is. That's that's almost too many weapons. I can't even think of forty different weapons. There's chairs, kendos, tables, ladders. That's about it for me. Hammers, um, nightsticks, mounting electric chainsaws. Yeah, mounting sticks. You know, the cattle prod is it? That's horrible. All I want in the game is. Uh, the death match with the countdown, then a few sparklers going off. That's thumbtacks. That's Fran. what I want. Blood. No thumbtacks. Oh, you know yeah. there's going to be blood. Like it'll <clears> be <throat> two punches in, then someone's going to be busted open. It'd be funny that thumbtacks that counts as like you know a whole bag of thumbtacks. That's thirty nine weapons, and then a chair. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thirty-nine weapons all over the ring, and then one chair. Uh, now I think it'd be right. I'm looking forward to it, man. Be good. Maybe by that time I have the new uh, new Xbox. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Interesting. Awesome. Uh, and then next up, I think finally on the news, Game Changer Wrestling yearly pass coming very soon. Says owner. Uh, GCW owner Brett Lauderdale has signaled that a yearly pass to access all the promotion's pay-per-view events is coming soon. GCW is the biggest independent US promotion, holding dozens of events a year, many of which are pay-per-view events on Triller's Fight TV platform. It is known for themed events uh, such as Joey Janela's Spring Break, Josh Barnett's Bloodsport, Effie's Big Gay Brunch, and the Nick Gage Invitational. The roster consists almost entirely of independent freelancers, but the promotion also attracts established stars signed to companies that will allow their talent to appear. For example, the current GCW world champion is John Moxley. Today on Twitter, in response to a fan who said they couldn't afford to buy all the pay-per-views, but would buy a yearly pass, Lauderdale responded by saying, this is coming soon, mm. very soon. They need it. I remember you know, when we were watching a bit more GCW on here, and I was thinking, man, so this pay-per-view here is £20, and then tomorrow night's pay-per-view is £20, and then next week they've got a pay-per-view, it's £20. 
it's too much money dude if they had some sort of pass i might end up getting it because gcw does has the um you know the deathmatch deathmatch tournament and they do have interesting things that they have had interesting events and some good matches that they that they've had and to have a pass where you could a bit like AEW um pass whatever it's called on fight something like that mm-hmm. would be really cool to what i would i would definitely jump into it a bit more but they don't they don't seem to do that i mean that's what puts me off even being interested i think well i've got to get this now and spend another 15 pounds or 20 pounds for mm-hmm. this event and then another one tomorrow so just to keep up the, the shows it's too much man and they need to do that to i feel like they need to do that to grow the, to grow their business and grow the company because otherwise it's just too much money for people to get into it yeah, I mean, I've still not watched a GCW event. Um, I mean, maybe I'll see what the prices are like. I mean, if there's a similar sort of deal to that, like UFC Fight Pass, where it got it super cheap for the year, then yeah, yeah I'd, yeah, I'd be yeah. interested to dip my toe in and see yeah, if it's yeah. something that I You'd like. You'd sample but... it, wouldn't you? And you'd be maybe yeah, into yeah. it. So like the graph says, the GCW show we watched wasn't worth the money. If it was cheaper pass, I would be up for that, though. I think that's the case. It's, it's just... It's a bit. To, the production value isn't very good as well. A lot of the time, the the you know terrible. Sometimes the production value is good. Sometimes the mic, mic in the rings crap. Some of it isn't very good. The production value. So what you're paying 15, 20 pounds, which is a lot of money for each event. And there's another one tomorrow. It's not like once a month fifteen pounds. It's it's every every weekend or every other weekend two events. Yeah. It's too much, man. Um, to keep up with it. And I think if you could hear of a good match and you could watch it, and I don't understand why these this fight channel doesn't do it a la carte wrestling matches like why you can't have some sort of form of credits and then be like right you've got a credit and you this match is worth two credits and you could just buy that match and watch that match yeah, if you wanted to some sort of credit system i don't know what it would be or yeah. how you how you do it you have enough credits to buy a singular match and you could buy credits i'm gonna buy 10 credits or something like that because then you don't have to watch all of the show you might be able to only want to watch one thing and something like that could be quite cool as well i don't know just throwing shit against walls if it sticks but you know if you need anyone to give you any more ideas fight come see me yeah. we're now youtubers exactly oh my god yeah <laughs> um yeah so uh so there we go that was that the news tess that was all the wrestling news that was the news So Tess, you know what time it is now? Oh, tell me, what time is it? It's time for Meryl Mania. Oh my goodness. Oh my. Meryl's going to rest the next week, guys. Meryl's going to be there at Clash at the Castle. Here comes Meryl. <laughs> Here she comes. How you doing, Meryl? You excited? You excited about going to wrestling? Yeah, I am. Yeah, you. Yes. Well, we went to wrestling a lot. We did see Monday Night Raw a few years ago, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we thought it was a bit shit. <laughs> um, that was years ago when Punk was still there, I remember, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, I think I liked it. Mm, I think we thought Raw was crap. We did see Impact, and that was quite good at Wembley, yeah. remember? And oh, that yeah, big remember that. Uh, Destination X crossy thing. What was it called? They all climbed up the ladder and... Look at uh, our suntans compared to Tess. It's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, Tess. Being uh, um, um, well, he'll age better, though. He will age better. He's younger as well. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Meryl, we have got the big uh, event next week. But before that, we need you to look at a wrestler and let us know what you think this wrestler looks like. And it's a legend who's all about wood. It's Hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> what do you think Hacksaw Jim Duggan looks like, Meryl? Yeah, I, I know what he looks like. Oh, very exciting. What? 
he looks like ham. Ham? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he looks like ham. Slices of ham. Can you see it, Tez? Yeah, I can kind of see that, to be honest. Yeah, but I don't think slices. I think, no, like... Oh. Well, it seems horrible to me, because obviously we're vegan, but like a big um, hunk of ham before it's sliced, <laughs> I think. Oh. Like that kind of ham. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Okay. <laughs> So Hacksaw Jim Duggan looks like a hunk of ham. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. He's got the ham face. The ham face. <laughs> is it the is it that kind of ham that you'd sometimes see at the meat counter where it's like uh it's in the shape of like a bear's face. Do you remember that stuff? <laughs> Wasn't that ham? I don't know. It was like, like luncheon face. meat or something. Oh I know, yeah, and it was terrible yeah. all in yeah. Oh yeah, it tasted awful. <laughs> no. I don't know that ham. Yeah. Oh, uh, Eddie I would say this map, but you're vegan, so you know. We're, we're not. vegan, so we don't we don't do that sort of thing. No, <laughs> we have vegan ham. We have vegan ham. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, there we go, Meryl. That is Hacksaw Jim Duggan. He looks like a piece of ham. So, Meryl, you get to meet some MOS community members in Cardiff next week. Yeah. It's very exciting. <laughs> so, uh, if you ask like Meryl, Meryl, Meryl Mania, you in Cardiff? Yes, I'm Meryl Mania. Your face is off. Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> get ready. Uh, so, thank you very much, Meryl. Thanks. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. What's the chat room saying, Tess, as I plug my cable back in? Um, so, King says, Meryl. Uh, Baby Eyes says, a buff scarecrow brought to life and he's pissed. Uh, Eddie Hickey says, one word, legend. Ho! I desperately need a new cable. This is ridiculous. Yeah, you do need a new cable. It's just got such a loose connection. It's unbelievable. Um, so there we go, Tez. That was the, that was the Meryl Mania. Smashing with a guitar. That's what, that's what um, Baby Eyes says. Uh, yeah. Good deal. Oh, I got it right. That's working. So there we go, Tez. I think it's time to go for an ad break, Kurt, saying what's, what's coming up on the MOS Network this week. But uh, there's a lot of stuff coming up, we'll just say. And uh, guys, if anyone wants to hit that join button, we need one more member to unlock another emoji. So that would be very cool to unlock another emoji. We added in the Wrestling Wins Ric Flair at his best emoji this week. So if you want to join up with our memberships here on the MOS Network, please do. It will very much help us out. And we've also got memberships, subscriptions on the podcast feeds that you can get our bonus shows on the podcast feeds. So check that out on Apple and Spotify. So, Tez, shall we go to a break? Let's go to a break. Let's go to the break. After these messages, we'll be right back. Coming up this week on the MOS Network. If you're watching live, please remember to hit that like and subscribe. It very much will help out the YouTube channel and help out that YouTube algorithm. Thank you very much for spending your Sunday night with us here live, watching the Ministry of Slam with me and Ted. Ministry of Slam will be into that podcast feed Monday morning, so check it out. Download it on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Amazon, Audible, all the podcast networks. The Ministry of Slam will be there, and please do go and give it five stars on all the podcast networks because that helps us out too tez will be back on tuesday for ministry of horror talking about the creepy crawly scary things in the world of horror join tez at 8 p.m uk 3 p.m eastern on this very youtube channel for ministry of horror the ministry of horror podcast goes into the podcast feed on wednesday morning the very same podcast feed that the ministry of slam is in just search the mos network to get all of our podcast shows on this very podcast feed on Thursday, Tony Ears goes into the podcast feed where Bericles and Dave will be looking back at the NWA WCW crossover 
changeover when Tani is was rocking wild all over the American TV shows and we could not get it here in the UK. So Dave and Bericles go and review some great 90s, 80s WCW wrestling. Go and check it out, guys. There will also be an episode of Ministry of Marvel. I recorded it with my brother Gareth this morning. That will be going out free as a Ministry of Marvel extra show this month. Go and check it out. Ministry of Marvel with me and my brother Gareth talking about some Marvel news and diving deep into the Daredevil comic, Daredevil Guardian Angel. Oh, no, Daredevil Guardian Devil. Sorry, got that completely wrong. But go and check it out. It's a great uh, little Ministry of Marvel extra show me and Gareth did. There will also be tons of extra content coming out on the MOS Network this week. We've got All Out next week. We've got Clash at the Castle. There is so much wrestling to check out, guys. So please do go and check out all the MOS networks on social media, the YouTube channels. It will very much help us out. Thank you very much for all your support, guys. We really appreciate it. And please do remember to check out the YouTube membership button and click that join button. That will help us out here on YouTube. And podcast listeners, we've also got memberships there on Spotify and Apple. So you can get the bonus shows as part of the audio-only feed. Go and check that out on Spotify and Apple. Thank you very much, guys. Very much appreciate it. Wrestling wins. The MOS Network wins. Positive vibes to you all. Bye-bye. I just want all my fans over in the UK to know that I can't wait to get over to Cardiff, Wales for the WrestleFest UK. It's going to be a European exclusive appearance, and it's going to be September 3rd, and I can't wait to be there. Tickets are on sale now. Well, well, well. Cardiff, Wales. It's about time. WrestleFest 2022, September 3rd. The Mountie is coming to make some law and order happen a little bit around there. And remember one thing, when you come and see me, the Mountie always gets his man. Hey guys, it's the National Treasure Nick Holders here, and I wanted to tell you how excited I am about coming to WrestleFest at the Prism in Cardiff on September the 3rd. Uh, I'm going to be there along with the Misses, the great Mickey James, uh, a host of other stars from pro wrestling, and of course, the man himself, the Gypsy King, Tyson Fury. Uh, it's going to be a great day. Uh, we're going to be doing photo ops and autographs and uh, Q&As and all kinds of good stuff. Uh, it's a great crew of guys who have put this together. I cannot wait to be there. cannot wait to be back in Cardiff. It's been many years since I've, uh, I've seen the fans in Cardiff. Can't wait. WrestleFest, September the 3rd, in Cardiff. Ministry of Slam Radio Show. We are Bacters. We're back. We're back, Tez. It's good to be here. Oh, uh, Gruff says George has just come downstairs and asked if he can listen to King Without a Crown. Well, a great song by the band Booty Vegas. Check it out. Oh, my. It's good. Before he goes to bed, he's a little rocker, which is very cool. Nice one. Nice one, George. Hello, George. How, how, get get to sleep. It's, it's getting, past, getting past your bedtime. But, Tez, next week, mate, 
We are going to see Clash at the Castle. But before that, we are going to be going to WrestleFest UK mm. at Prism oh, yes. in Cardiff. And I've been told there are very few tickets remaining, guys. And there's loads of big, huge stars there. There's Bret Hart. There's Tyson Fury. There's Summer Rae. There's the Mountie. There's Nick Holdis. There's Tennille Dashwood. There are loads of other wrestlers there and lots of wrestling merch, lots of wrestling community members. It's going to be really good vibes at that event. So if you guys want to go and get some tickets for WrestleFest, check it out on www.wrestlefest.eventbrite.co.uk. Get your tickets. Tez and me are going to be there. Meryl's going to be there too. I mean, you'll probably want to meet the Mountie and all those other people instead of Tez and me. But we can all go meet the Mountie together if you're going to that show and hang out, which would be good to meet you guys there if you're going to WrestleFest. It'd be nice nice to meet you guys there and it's going to be a great way to sort of get hyped for the clash at the castle just a few hours later um it's in within walking distance of the stadium and there'll just be good vibes there Ted. it's gonna be a good day in it yeah man it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be a very cool day i'm looking forward to it looking forward to meeting some wrestlers chatting to them finding out what their favorite biscuits are or cookies because a lot of them don't know what a biscuit is yeah i found out we're um, asking the important questions the important wrestling questions is all you need to know and then we can get that graph table we've got eric young buff bagwell and um, Josh Alexander, what their favourite biscuits are. Now we've got a whole load of wrestlers there we can ask. So that league table, biscuits, is going to be getting full up. I can already picture it in my head. Just pictures of their heads cut out. So it's going to be their heads and then the biscuit next to them. I can't wait. Um, <laughs> can't wait to make that graphic and update it as we go along through the history of Ministry of Islam. But it's going to be great. Check it out. WrestleFest next uh, Saturday in the day at Prism in Cardiff, just before WWE Clash at the Castle. So, Tez, I thought we'd get into a talking point tonight of basically, mm. it's a crazy week for wrestling. Before we get to this crazy week, what do we think about what happened in the Punk and Moxley match on Dynamite? We were going to do a show on um, Thursday night, and then we were like, oh, it wasn't much of a match to talk about. <laughs> so we thought we'd wait till tonight. Uh, so what, do you think, what did you think about it, Tez? Bro, um, I think that they kind of i i liked I liked what they did with it because of the shock and surprise. But at the same point, when they went to the match midway through the show and they were saying this match will go for TV time remaining, I was automatically thinking something fun is going to happen here because you've announced you've announced other matches that haven't happened yet. Like at the yeah. start of the show, where they go, "This is happening, and this is happening, this is happening." I'm thinking mm, we haven't had that trios match, and we haven't heard from uh, Ricky Stark. So this isn't going to go for TV time remaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that being said, I mean, I, I liked it for the shock value. And I thought Dynamite itself overall was okay. I thought it was, you know, I didn't really have too many kind of complaints for the Trio's show. But for the match, fantastic. Trio's match was good. Although, I mean, Kip Sabian, I mean, I can't, it's, he's been out of it for so long doing the stupid box gimmick. I... Uh, Especially when they took the box off and it was someone with ketchup all over their face. Yeah, and it's like what is it, what what is this? I I don't know. Um, but the match itself, I it was a bit of a dampener. I thought on what was an excellent match. But the Punk Moxley match. We're we're a week away or just over. Well, just it's a week away from All Out, and we don't have a main event yet. It's interesting. Like McWells just said in the chat, that match was BS, but at the same time, the unpredictable nature of it makes it a must-see in a car wreck kind of way. It is true. It makes you want to tune yeah. into Dynamite on Wednesday to find out what they're going to do at the pay-per-view next week. And is that in like our, our chats last week were about the fact that them doing the match, is that ruining the build? But in theory, if they're going to have another match, is that 
adding to the build? Are they very well, close to saying the trios is the main? Has that been has that been can, uh, announced anywhere? Trios is the main. Sorry, oh, I don't. I've not seen that. They might be saying that now, but they haven't got a main event yet. So we'll see after die. Everything yeah. can change. It can change at the flip of a coin. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but no, you know, I don't know. What do you think? What do you What do you think, dude? Like, I mean, is there going to be another match? Like, I don't understand the punk foot injury he kicked moxie in the head and his other foot that was injured it wasn't I his mean, kicking I, foot I, I get that it was his his standing foot and that was the foot that he had injured before mm -hmm. and so I can understand because if you're doing I mean as a child I was a karate champion of um, course yeah, yeah I mean I didn't I didn't win belt I didn't win the any sort of awards doing the fighting. I did, did you, all the did you have to bullshit. Defend, did you have to defend Ringwood from, you know, um, <laughs> this other other karate dojo who was trying to take it over with a bit too much aggression? Now, look, I, I was good at the, the kata, which is the display stuff. The kumite, my reaction speeds are too, way too slow to, to do anything there. But I get it that all his weight and his movement is on the other leg, and uh, that's the one that's been injured. So, okay, I, I got that. And I think commentary could have maybe done a better job of explaining that, you know, as the show went on, because there were a lot of questions, and social media goes goes all funny as it does. Um but, uh, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's not legitimate as far as I'm concerned. It's part of the storyline. Yeah. Um, well, by Eddie. Eddie, we're going to get to Clash of the Castle a bit later. That's why we didn't answer your question. And we're going to be doing a show later on in the week to talk about the matches of Clash of the Castle. So, sorry we haven't answered that match right there. No. But, um, yeah, sorry, no, I, I thought... Um, whoops. I thought um, it was just... I was hyped. The show, what they did, they hyped the event leading into the match. I was like, this is going to be good. Well, this is going to be good. Felt like a big match, didn't it? what would happen mm. but then hmm it was confusing confusing and that's would, weird would you have, would you have preferred which is kind of why like last week i was like my height levels have gone a little bit would you have preferred a straight up match at the pay-per-view if that is potentially still the plan although at the moment he's looking injured so would he be coming back within a week if it's maybe not so bad would you prefer just a two-week build up to the match then have the match at the pay-per-view or what we've had so far uh if it's traditional wrestling booking i would prefer it being a straight match if it's some crazy wacky great story that they might have and it's like i never saw that coming and this is great i'm 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 i'm, I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes i think mm. if it's traditional wrestling booking this time next week and it's just a normal match and maybe even punk wins i'll be a bit confused by the situation there seemed to be a lot of assumption, um, some some in the chat last week and some a lot on social media, that the match was going to have some interference or some appearance from MJF. MJF. But as far as we know, there's been no legitimate reports of, as far as I know, no reports of MJF in talks or MJF plans, which I guess would take away from any sort of surprise. But my concern is our fans booking like they were booking when Punk went away. Because you know when Punk walked out of WWE, yeah. for ages there were things like, oh, Punk's going to return at this pay-per-view. Oh, he's coming back, just based on people wanting them back. Do you reckon there's any potential that people are assuming that we're going to get MGF just because he's not there at the moment? Uh, maybe in Chicago he did beat Punk in Chicago. You might get that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. 
I never thought you'd see the stupid roll-up finish in AEW. Mm. I thought they were better than that. And that roll-up finish on Malachi Black, I thought they're more clever than someone plays their music and they're distracting and get rolled up. So, you know, I thought that, again, it's, it's wrestling. Eventually, you run out of ideas. This is some sort of crazy new idea that you've had. If it is just a straight match and you end up getting some sort of screwy finish with MJF, that seems very TNA to me when Hulk Hogan was there. Are we going to have the main event on TNA? And then we don't even know what the main event is next week. We're just tripped by the pay-per-view. Yeah. Seems very TNA when Hogan started there. Um, I don't know, dude. At the moment, I don't know what's happening. And I quite like that. Much like I think it was the Miguel said in the chat earlier on. It's unpredictable. And I like that right now. I don't know what's happening. We'll find out this time, well, this time next week. We'll know what's happening a few hours later. And mm. I like that vibe of it. To tune into Dynamite on Thursday morning. And it's unpredictable. Uh, so I can't say what I've heard it this or that. Because... I don't know what's happening. And that does make t television or stories good, but you don't know the predictable nature of it. What I will kind of say, um, so I've only bought now one, maybe two uh, AEW pay-per-views. I think it might have been the last one was the first one that I bought. or made. No, I think I bought two now. But for a while, I would just catch up on the highlights, you know, on, on, on YouTube mm -hmm. um, here and there. Oh my God, Mr. Perfect, Kurt Hennings in the chat. Oh my God! Welcome, Mr. perfect here. Um, <laughs> what I would kind of say though is, on the basis currently with how the booking has been and the the matches so far, you know, kind of announced, I'm more leaning towards watching the highlights just because the previous pay per views that I have spent my hard earned pennies on, and this is a tough time for everyone with the you know bills and all that malarkey. Yeah, that where we're getting some odd booked matches like you know why not just have ftr versus motorcycle machine guns instead of yeah, a yeah. trios match yeah. you know, like we chatted about before um and we don't you know in terms of the world title if there is a match and at the moment we may not have a title match you know it's all just a bit there's a little bit too much up in the air like i like surprises but at the same point when it's coming to a pay-per-view an event that you know Gonna have it's gonna cost money to watch 15 20 pounds, yeah, yeah. When there's too much, like uh, if it was punk and mox going into that and we had even more build, I'd been like, okay, weekend of the event, I'll buy it. Happy it also for that. doesn't feel like there's for this pay per view, there's a lot of other stories. There's that one, mm. this, this main event thing, there's the there's this mo, this this FTR Wardlow thingy. And that with Jay Lethal, that's a bit rubbish because you'd rather see all these matches separate, wouldn't you? And having a proper, you know, having F FTR wrestling at Mochi Machine Guns. And then but what other the stories Lethal, are there? The trios. Satnam Singh stuff just on uh, Sanjay Dutt. That, that trio. Oh, it's I so mean, annoying. Yeah. They're becoming yeah. Xbox. And then you've got the trios tournament, which is okay, I feel. It's mm. going to be good matches. But again, it, it's good matches without good stories. Where are the yeah. other stories? They've been quite good with stories, AEW leading. Oh, Christian Jungle Boy. That's one I am looking forward to. Now, that, that Christian is, Jungle that's Boy, I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing that. That's probably got the strongest story. That has got the strongest story. The, out of things going into it, yeah. Definitely Maybe it's a bit that. early, but it's definitely the strongest story. Um, and then, what else is there? I mean, Darby's going to maybe team with Sting and Miro versus the Black, um, Malika Blacks guys. I always forget what they're called. True, yeah. I mean that that would make sense. That would again give us potentially another trios trios match, match which isn't for the belt on an event that is having a a match for the trios belt. So it'd be like 
three trios matches a trio of trios matches maybe seems a bit much oh uh, Miguel says i don't really look at it like that there's not many stories there isn't many stories when it's and normally they're quite good with stories i feel like the christian the christian jungle War ones peaked too early but it will still be good that's going to be a cool I, it's a shame it peaked where it did um, I, I think I think on this week's Dynamite, we maybe need to see some more evil Christian, just because we did get the moment of Jungle Boy going apeshit on Christian, and there's been some backstage stuff, and I still I still love their promos. Need to flirt with his mum some more and say, "Oh, well, yeah, I'll be exactly, dad. yeah, brilliant." I, I love what they're doing, and I think Jungle Boy is showing as well that he's got some chops on the mic, so yeah. that is good for him. It's developing him. Christian doing what you know the old timer should be doing. He is raising up Jungle Boy's profile. But I think going into the pay-per-view, we're going to need some sort of Christian sneak attack or something to kind of make you think, oh, right, okay, well, Christian's kind of, he's, he's still got a shout in mm. this match. We need to see them get their hands on each other. Yeah. Um, like, why, yeah like, I don't this know. The... thing's weird. It's just, yeah, it seems weird. They've got, they have got all these guys and they're trying to squeeze everyone on TV, but they're not writing stories. What's well, like, Andrade's not on it, you know, again, Joe's not there. Miguel's right. Uh, the Ricky Starks thing had potential, but now it's just out there. Like as soon as for me, as soon as you interview in, uh, introduced the factory into the powerhouse Hobbs Ricky Stark thing, they've kind of got a I hate to say it, a kiss of death for mediocrity. I like Ricky Stark, so he's going to be a good, good, good baby. But face, the fact the factory, I mean, in terms of when stuff, they suddenly yeah. they're involved, because I mean they are jobbers that have this air of attitude when they never win. Um. Oh, James Jones says Talon been coming out on a podcast saying TK hard to work with in the past month and something. Interesting. I've not seen that, James Jones, but that is interesting. I mean, it just seems like um, it just kind of seems like things have been a bit a bit chaotic. And we discussed like the last couple of weeks on the shows that it's almost unfortunate timing, or maybe it's being highlighted recently the chaoticism on on AEW booking because Raw and SmackDown have been leaps and bounds ahead of where they were like a, a month or so ago. So they're solid shows. I mean, even Raw, a three-hour show, I'm not really fast-forwarding much of anything other than ad breaks, yeah, yeah. which for years I'd be going, oh, I can't be asked for this, can't be asked for this. Okay, let's get to whatever the marquee match is. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, if maybe things... It's tough to say because the early days of AEW, there was a lot of overlapping of storylines yeah. when everyone was writing their own stories because we'd get it where there'd be a segment and then a very similar segment would happen in a different yeah. storyline later on because they're not vetting things. It made sense, TK running it because you've got then one person who is in charge and booking things out. It just seems like maybe now that's too much for one person and he maybe needs a booking team with him head booker or I don't know. Mm, yeah, no, yeah, you do. Um, yeah. Franz also said the claim versus Swerve has been rushed. It does because it was all about daddy ass. And then mm. Swerve and Swerve and Keith Lee just come down and save save the acclaim from getting beaten up. Uh, and now they're having uh, a match. That's a, that's that's terrible booking. They've always great tag teams. Why are they not doing proper story? I don't see, that's the thing. Acclaimed, awesome. Probably one of my top teams. Yeah, yeah. And I do like Swerve and their glory. Like that, them getting the belt seemed a little bit rushed, but I think there are actually really good champions. And I, I am seeing in Swerve in AEW what I didn't really get in. NXT and SmackDown, like I never really got the appeal of why is he so great, yeah. but I really like him in AEW, so I yeah. will. Th I do think that's that's a good move, but that should be a great storyline of the imagine if 
let's say acclaimed was still heels or we moved swerve and you know and and lee into into heels the kind of mike battles for weeks those guys could be yeah, having yeah and it's been rushed yeah i do like the daniel garcia story with jericho they're and doing daniel well Bryan with that and brian danielson yeah, yeah yeah that's good the segment with chris jericho was, and that's raising really daniel good. garcia up and he should be the yes. special guest referee perfect yeah that'd be perfect yeah, I... put him as the referee and those two have a wrestling match great because he's torn because one's his mentor one's his hero great that's great that's very yeah. good storytelling that's good christian jungle boy is good but some of the other stuff which normally with aw is quite good seems a bit messed up and the fact we haven't got a pay for you one week a main event one week out is confusing and as much as mm. the trio tournament as banger matches hmm it's a little bit again i need to get hooked onto a story rather than banging the matches great wrestling matches and they haven't yeah. got it maybe next week yet they need good stories so i'm i'm interesting to see see what happens with that um, yeah we kind of we kind of felt with the trios thing that there were some ready-made stories in there initially yeah. with yeah. um young bucks and that but i don't know it's kind of it's it's an odd one it's an odd one and it is uh, weird. maybe that punk thing deflate, deflated it because they had to take them put hangman on tv did they because of punk's statement mm. possibly um but that's next week tez and we will be live yes. this week on thursday to discuss all out preview uh a few nights before we go to um clash of the castle and um, we will be also be putting that into the podcast feed but tez talking about clash of the castle now we are literally six days mm. away we won't preview the matches specifically but what are you feeling are you i mean it's uh, quite exciting that triple h just took over the fed yeah i feel and is running it and now going into this event on um saturday it's good vibes. I'm feeling good vibes. Oh, I, I, I am really excited for it. I mean, I, I was going to share a clip that I saw on Twitter, um, but I, I just got completely forgot. There was a moment on SmackDown, like Sa the work Sammy Dane is doing with the bloodline yeah, yeah, yeah. is career best. There's a moment when <laughs> he's with uh, Roman Reigns and he's talking about being in Drew McIntyre's head and he starts doing his dance saying I'm in there I've laid a rug down I'm dancing away and you can see Jey Uso in the background who's meant to hate Sami Zayn he can't stop laughing Yeah, and it's just so entertaining and the beatdown of Drew on Smackdown I, he's back it's brutal it's so good um, so I am I'm hyped for it I am really looking forward to it actually now like not even just the fact that it hasn't even sunk in that it's like a week away now it's just more like I've really been enjoying the build-up to it. It does feel like this is the big, big British event that we haven't had for a very long it does, time. It is good. I, I think it's... I still have to say it's really weird they didn't call it SummerSlam. Just got to say that. Yeah. They could have called it... They could have called the one in Nashville anything and had this as SummerSlam. And yeah, it yeah. would have totally tied into SummerSlam 92, which it should have maybe been SummerSlam. Um yeah. But man, I'm I'm excited about going to it too. I'm I'm really looking forward to going to see this event and you know being there with the vibe, sixty thousand people, Tez cheering. It's going to be completely different. I mean, I've seen rock shows. I've been to rock stadium shows with like um you know Aerosmith, Bon Jovi, you know these big huge rock bands, and being in a in a stadium with that many people. Um, but for wrestling, it's going to be really interesting. The vibes and the energy in that room. Um, yeah. oh, yeah. I'm, I mean, we'll try. I'm going to try and set it up so we can maybe stream while in the stadium. I don't know. I might try and see if I can do something. I don't know. Who knows what the internet signal is going to be like in there? But uh, I am 
excited about being in a stadium with 60,000 people watching wrestling. If they look like ants, we can see it on the screen and stuff <laughs> and the vibes and the energy will be interesting. I'm excited that, you know, it's not going to be a Vince book show because his storytelling was terrible and it didn't like any mm. fires under me at all for no, no, last no. five years. It's been bloody shit. Um, so I am quite excited. I'm looking forward to meeting everyone, of course. It's going to be good. And the, and the WrestleFest as well. So it's good vibes. It's good vibes. And I think even when you get to Thursday, Tez, our excitement will be even heightened. Heightened even more. Oh, my goodness. Um, I'll, be, I'll be getting giddy. Giddy. Going to be getting giddy. It's going to be good, man. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Um, it's just going to be quite interesting, isn't it, to go to a huge stadium. Yeah. Being in a stadium with six... I mean, I didn't think we'd ever get it over here, another big stadium show like that. No. There's lots of... It, I mean, do you think it's going to be on the level of SummerSlam Night 2? I mean, that's, that's like legendary, isn't it? It's not going to be there, is it? I'm going to say something controversial. I think it'll be better than SummerSlam 92. Well, but Nails isn't on this pay-per-view, Ted. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, no, true. True, Nails, no Nails. Nails needs to be on it. If Nails was wrestling, Nails versus Roman Reigns, that'd be a banger. That should be what the main event is, right? Nails totally. versus Roman Reigns for the Nails unified. is the best heel wrestler in the history of... Lived his gimmick on the ring. Didn't do wrestling moves. Irish whips didn't work on him and he just beat the shit out of people nails nails is the best wrestler fact um case closed (laughs) (laughs) um but dude i don't think we'll get too much into a preview of it because of course we've got the big event coming up and we'll be live on thursday there's gonna be loads of live mos this week isn't there tez Mm. so um Mm -hmm, we'll be mm -hmm. we'll be but you know what tez you know what we've got to do talking about a uk event what was that we've got to do your homework so we'll be back oh golly in a minute let's go is Tez and he's here to say he likes to watch wrestling in his own kind of way if you like wrestling and you don't care Tez's homework is on the air Tez's homework what is Tez watched this week from wrestling history Tez we're back we're back from the cool rap that I do and Tez for your homework this week was the second time WWE done a pay-per-view after SummerSlam 92. And it was WWF one night only from the Birmingham NEC. And the match you were booked to watch for your homework (laughs) was the British Bulldog versus Shawn Michaels. Tez, what did you think about it? So now, first off, so I don't know the stories. It wasn't, was it? I I, I don't know the stories going into this. I wasn't watching during this time. Um... I'd only seen really a handful of HBK matches pre-back injury, like uh, a Royal Rumble, uh, Hell in a Cell and stuff, and then the WrestleMania with Austin. Um, I, now, I don't want to speak out of turn, because I don't know if there's anything storyline-wise or anything personal-wise, but what was up with Bulldog's sister? Right, like, so, she, so they seemed very she awkward. Came, well, no, well, she said she... She said she had cancer in real life and she just got over it. So she was walking down the ring and she just got over it with him to come out to the crowd. But I mean, that ties into the whole event. If you think about it, how they made Bulldog lose (laughs) the match is unbelievable. Yeah, because I didn't want it if there was a health thing. I didn't want to go in like, what the fuck? Um, But yeah, I did sort of think like, who's this coming out of Bulldog? And oh, they don't really seem like they want to be there. Um, But okay, right. Yeah, fine. Uh, Crowd was awesome. Really hot crowd. Yeah. And it wasn't sure Michael's good, I've got to say. I mean, I mean you can see... entrance where he's just making out with random women in the front yeah. row. Yeah, as much as I don't like Shawn Michaels for that Hulk Hogan thing last week, Shawn Michaels, in this match, and at this time, 
is bloody brilliant. One of the best wrestlers of all time. Absolutely amazing, <laughs> I think. Absolutely amazing. And that crowd yeah. was so hot, like, for this match. Like, Bulldog! Bulldog! Like a proper British crowd cheering the Bulldog. And I've recently yeah. watched SummerSlam 92 of Martin is in the archives and check it out on the YouTube channel as well. So I can feel those vibes. Not So this is five years after the SummerSlam 92, the first pay-per-view they've had in the UK. And this the Bulldog is in the main event again for the uh, European title this time. And, dude, this was brilliant i thought it was brilliant the crowd vibes the energy in the room a different setting the different crowd atmosphere yeah like you said a very not appropriate sign for Shawn michaels hbk is a f-a-g-g-o-t oh, yeah, in the crowd yeah. unbelievable um but dude the crowd was so hot weren't they yeah it was it was insane it and, was insane and these um, two have great chemistry they always they always had great chemistry from that raw rumble that they had when they were in the raw rumble for pretty much the whole match together uh, when his yeah. bulldog lost the belt to Sean in '92, the Intercontinental belt. Man, I'm doing your homework for you, but I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, it was it was, a, it was a really good match. Hot crowd. Um, it did do one of those things, which was kind of a, I guess, like a staple of the late '90s. I don't know if it was a staple of just '90s wrestling or or earlier, where you get the obligatory choke hold which is like a rest hold thing for yeah, yeah. quite a while which i guess you could say these days is more of a randy randy orton sort of move um but there was cool moments there was a bit when he did a um um bulldog did this irish rip into the ropes and then he grabbed um sean michaels in this like kind of side stretch yeah, which yeah. you don't really see very often uh, that was good and, and it, was, it was a board stretch as well and then yeah. Uh, Earl Hebner went to pin Count Bulldog down. He goes, get your son of a bitch! And push, push Earl Hebner. i got to say, though, the one problem with it, you have, they really, Rick Rude comes down to the ring halfway through the match to help Sean. And they, he's, the, he's, the, he's the insurance He's the insurance policy. He's the insurance mm-hmm. man. He's, he's, they talk about he's like an insurance oh, he's, he's paid big on his premium for yeah, this. Yeah, it was mad. Um, uh, like, I'm not even funny. Like, you've got this whole bit with all the basically DX coming down and screwing over the Bulldog. And all the Heart Foundation are back. back. Here at the very end. What, yeah. Why are they not helping him and coming down? It's unbelievable. <laughs> I can't believe yeah, it. That was, that, that was strange. And there was a bit when um, uh, the Bulldog kind of showing his strength has HPK over his head. Yeah. Just like HPK's nothing. But oh, heaven's like, no, no, no. No, you chuck can't over the outside. Yeah. I'm thinking, get out of the way, Earl. Yeah, um, yeah Also, yeah. Earl doesn't seem to age because he looks there pretty much similar to what Jumping he looked around like in TNA. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. I, uh, yeah, that was the problem. One problem with the Bret Hart not coming down. And then, of course, the bit when I think... Um, he said Bulldog's getting... What made it great is Babyface baby Bulldog to the moon, wasn't it? Because it was like the crowd are just going mental because they want Bulldog's win. No one's helping him. And he's in that figure four leg lock for ages mm. and he just passes out, doesn't tap out in his home country. It yeah. was brilliant, dude. And it, even though I knew the result, I didn't want Bulldog to lose. I was too, I was invested. It reminded me of when Bulldog went against Shawn Michaels after SummerSlam 92 and Shawn took the turnbuckle off and then whipped him into the turnbuckle and bust Bulldog's back. And then uh, he beat him there as well for that intercontinental. But it reminded me of that. Those two, oh. those two in the ring are brilliant. And the weird thing is, I remember when we said to Martin um, when we'd done the SummerSlam 92 review, I always thought at the time Bulldog was like, this fast, quick little wrestler because he was very, he was pretty fast. I thought for the size he was, um, but he's giant compared to like a Wardlow, isn't he? Oh yeah, oh he's massive. I, I was very confused at the very beginning though when they were doing the um, the entrances because I could have sworn that the commentary kept referring to HBK as the European champion, and I was just like, wait a minute, Bulldog's got the belt. Bulldog's coming out now. I don't know if it was just me mishearing things, but I'm sure the commentary. Was saying we're referring to HBK as European champion at the very start, which I thought, 
Wait, yeah, what? maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure. Bulldog didn't really cut a promo, did I? I didn't see the earlier on the event. I just saw the match. Um, again, yeah, I think the there was when I was Bulldog. skipping through. There was a something, some sort of promo. So, but I didn't watch it. I just went straight to the uh, to the match. And he got he got basically the shit beaten out of him, and then he's still getting beaten up. And then the Heart Foundation fight. Now I think I think even Diana Hart jumped the railings trying to help Bulldog before yeah, Brett and Owen. She used his uh, his knee brace to sort of choke out um, HBK, and then Shiner just hoofed her out the way. Clearly, the brothers of Diana Hart don't like British Bulldog. No, they were just like, they were like, oh, now we got to help Diana. They weren't coming down to help Bulldog. No, they were like, let her, no. got to help help Diana Diana Hart. She didn't have a suede jacket on. She wore it at SummerSlam '92. But great, mate. <laughs> I I really enjoyed it. But what would you score this out of ten, dude? Uh, I'd give this a solid seven out of ten. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, it was, it was good. Like, real sort of hype crowd. Um, some good, like, moments, but then there was, like, a lot of in the middle of the match before even getting to the whole, uh, you know, figure four leg lock and all that stuff. There was, like, this one segment where I won't mark it down too much for the match because I know that was quite typical of the era. Like, I remember when I started watching 99, there'd be a lot of matches would have those moments of, oh, they got me in a chokehold. Oh, they're, they're you know, how they're going to get out of this and it's like oh they're saving themselves for a few minutes yeah um it's not entertaining in that regard uh for me those moments but yeah seven out of ten i had fun it's fun and i think yeah i was i was fully invested i agree the old stat seven out of ten and, and you know if the crowd of that pump for drew on on uh mm. on saturday it's gonna be a good it's gonna be a good event on saturday at crash oh, of the yes. castle i'm quite excited Tess. um so Ted, should we get to a very serious wrestling promo we're all too excited about this match yeah, too, too, much, too much excitement. Too much moment. excitement, mate. So let's go to a very serious wrestling promo recorded two weeks ago. I remember to change it. So here we go. <laughs> and now, Ministry of Slam proudly presents a very serious wrestling promo. They have been lying to you, man. There ain't no such thing as a hero. Not anymore. But you, you, you... And you, you have become addicted to the illusion of what a hero is. You have become addicted to the illusion of what a hero does for you. You think you need someone to pat you on the back. You think you need someone to talk you into bed at night, kiss you on the cheek and tell you everything is all right. But everything, 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 everything is not all right what if i was to tell you the man who made you is a liar what if i was to tell you that your own flesh and blood turned its back on you i will never turn my back on you and maybe 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 the answers you seek have been slapping you right in the face and maybe just maybe i bray wyatt the eater of worlds have been the answer all along is this what you want is this what you desire i will give it to you you want to take me down well i'm right here waiting i'm right here waiting come and get it i'm right here come on you're waiting what are you waiting for what are you waiting for what are you waiting for come on Bray Wyatt, WWE Raw, 15th of the 7th, 2013. Thank you. And that was a very serious wrestling promo. Thank you. 
Ministry of Slam Radio Show. We are Bacters! question if we're in cardiff next week and mm. you know you're there and you're in the queue to go in to see clash at the castle but all of a sudden you hear like a hannah montana song you're like oh my god there's a hannah montana convention across the way what will, you, ya, what will you do will you be like i'm going to that i gotta go hang around what hang around and watch this hannah montana convention i mean i don't really have an option do i i have to go guys i'll just have to catch you afterwards yeah, I so gotta go. I gotta, go, I gotta go to the convention. Gotta go check out that convention. I'm very excited oh, yeah. about seeing oh, yeah. Hannah Montana convention. Um, it's gonna, it's gonna be good. Uh, what have you got coming up on Ministry of Horror this week, Tez? Um, you got a lot going as, on. As per usual, I've, I've, I'm in two minds about doing the show. The show this week is either gonna be Twin Peaks episode, or I'm gonna look at some Universal monster films from the. Ooh black and white days so it's one or the other i haven't decided yet um the tom cruise but- mummy film <laughs> uh, actually do you know what i didn't mind that it got slated in the reviews i tom cruise films they're fine they're normally fairly decent um although the mummy was me. baby eyes votes universal um oh uh yeah well, I'll, I'll i'll have a think i'll have a think i mean they're both quite big topics um, but I'm looking at p- potentially doing a bit of gaming maybe some point tomorrow because it's a bank holiday. Uh, I was looking at getting the Mortuary Assistant, which is a new horror game that's not too expensive, but apparently it's only like an hour and a half of gameplay, which is oh. a bit of a... Yeah, it's not really enough. Um, but, uh, Law, I am going to be recording... Yes, new, new show. ...podcast this week. Yes. So, joining me um, this week, and it's going to be... It's not going to be uh, live... We may look at doing it live in the future, but we're going to be recording it Wednesday and hope to get it on uh, on streams and all that, you know, Thursday, if not Friday. For fans of Game of Thrones, there is a new TV series based in that universe of A Song of Ice and Fire called The House of the Dragon. And uh, I haven't decided yet on the name yet, but it might be M-I-D, Ministry, or M-O-D, Ministry of Dragons. Not sure. Not sure yeah. yet. But a friend of mine, uh, Jamie Downing, is going to be coming on. We are going to be this Jamie week. Jamie Downing? Do I know Jamie Downing? You might do. You might do. It's from my sort of little circle of, circle of pals. Um, funnily enough, he works for a company called Bohemian Interactive who made uh, the Operation Flashpoint games. All right. Yeah, oh, really? A lot of work oh, wow. with the military. Yeah. Very cool. Um, we are going to be talking about the first two episodes, because the second episode should air this week, of The House of the Dragon. So it's going to be a limited series, a weekly show where we're going to be discussing each week's new episode. Uh, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. I, I love Game of Thrones, uh, even like the last season, although I know a lot of people didn't. Uh, so it's going to be interesting. I've watched the first episode. I won't say anything now, but we're going to be dropping into that, uh, recording it Wednesday evening. So some point Thursday, you should be getting the first episode of... Uh, I haven't decided on Ministry of Dragons yet, but I'll, I'll try and think of... I was going to say the pod, um, the pod of the dragon or something like that, but that's already taken. So There's loads, yeah, Tess. We've also got the attorney years as well and Ministry of Marvel coming out this oh, week. Oh, And the extra Ministry of Marvel. I'll try and get that up tomorrow then. We've done schedule, live scheduling. Behind baseball right now, Tez. 
behind, behind baseball. Behind baseball, <laughs> baseball is happening as well as live gaming, uh, previewing it all out. And good to speak. That podcast feed is going to be flooded, Tess. Flooded full of content. So make sure you subscribe. Just go into people are going to be drowning in content. You'll be drowning in our voices. Uh, <laughs> and and also, guys, remember if there is a Hannah Montana, MOS Ministry of Westeros. Oh, Fran, that, uh, yes, we'll have that. Ministry of Westeros. Mao. Mao. I like that. Ministry, Ministry of Dragons is cool, though, dude. I like that. Ministry of Dragons. M-O-D, M-O-W. Oh, goodness me. I can't decide. I'll, I'll do some, I'll do some, putting some bits and bobs together tomorrow. But yeah, that's, that's what I've got kind of, uh, scheduled coming up this week. And I, I've been watching a lot of action films. So I am still thinking at some point in the future, doing like a once a month, maybe for the, uh, Maybe for the premium thing of doing that uh, Ministry in Action, MIA, talking about uh, 90s or 80s action films. Yes. We're not sure yet. I mean, there's, it's going to be a busy old week. I may be very burnt out by the end yes. of this week. There's tons. And this time next week, we've got like, to review a show we go to and do a watch along and uh, talk about a big AEW. So much stuff. Unbelievable. And yeah. it's quite good, though. What a great time to be a content creator, Tez. Are we, are we great? So yeah, and if anyone is interested on the podcast, you can get the bonus shows are available on Apple and Spotify as sort of subscriber shows. You can click on them, them on, and it sort of helps out the MOS network uh, with the running costs and all that sort of stuff. And you get the bonus content for fifty p a week, fifty p a week per month. Wow. It's, it's hardly anything, and helps us out. And uh, we really appreciate everyone who becomes a member and all that good stuff here on the MOS network. But Tess, should we get to this week in wrestling history? Well, let's do it. Let's get to this week. Let's go. So, Tez, uh, do you want to read it out, or shall I? Um, I'm happy to... Uh, would, would you like to read it out? I'll read it out. August 29th, yeah. 1988, the Ultimate Warrior runs wild. WWF debuted its brand new paper event, SummerSlam, which was held at Madison Square Garden after injury to the original opponent, Brutus the Barb Beefcake. Honky Top Man demanded someone else come out and wrestle him, and he did not care who it was. The call was answered by the Ultimate Warrior, who dispatched Honky Top Man in 31 seconds to win his first ever title in the WWF, and uh, ending the Honky Top Man's longest uh, Intercontinental Championship reign of all time. 31 second Intercontinental Championship match. Tez, what do you think? I mean, Christ, it was, it was a quick match, wasn't it? I sent it to you literally <laughs> at about quarter to six, seven tonight. It's on YouTube. I was like, Tez, watch this. Uh, just out of interest, when Warrior Ultimate Warrior was in WCW as as Warrior, did he also run like a nutcase to the ring? No. Was that always no, no? So going back to the Bulldog, he actually came through trapdoor sometimes. He appeared in two way mirrors that only Hulk Hogan could see with smoke. Um, uh, and um, what else did he do? Yeah, he came through trapdoors in the ring, and with the Bulldog, that's how Bulldog hurt his back, which sadly got him onto all the painkillers and right. wasn't too great for the bulldog as such but no yeah so he, i don't think he, he he did run sometimes and there's that match when he had with orlando jordan in oh god yeah, yeah he yeah, ran yeah. then as well um but yeah i don't think he done all that running my goodness that guy ran a lot there like go for it for three minutes oh my warrior and my god didn't that crowd go mental oh they loved it it was great wasn't it great pop yeah that, that was that was, a, that was a cool match i mean that was the kind of thing when you're a kid and you see these larger-than-life characters and, uh, you know, you can't help but get wrapped up in the madness of it. So, uh, also, on the old more guys, check, do check out Ministry of Marvel. Uh, if you, you know, there'll be the free one this week, week, but check out Ministry of Marvel in the premium sort of section because on the next episode, my brother, well, I do with Gareth, my brother, uh, Gareth, uh, lives in Australia and he's had a lot of his stuff from the UK shipped over and it's took got shipped from May and it's finally got to his house. 
And in that collection of comics, he's got the Ultimate Warrior comic books and he's going to reread them. He's, gonna, he's even got the same sellotape from the 90s that he bagged and boarded them with. So uh, go and check. He's going to read the Ultimate Warrior comics on the Ministry of Marvel. Like not read them now live, but do a little review of them from the time in the 90s, which is very interesting to check out. The Ultimate Warrior's crazy comic book he released in 1996, I think it was. And my brother's got memories of us going to buy him. It's very good connecting my brother doing this show. I'm very much enjoying doing that. It's good fun. Um, but yeah, so check that out on Ministry of Marvel. Uh, so yes, the Ultimate Warrior beats Honky Tonk Man in 31 seconds test. It was cool, wasn't it? I enjoyed it. That was cool. I enjoyed that match, yeah. It was cool. So here we go, Ted. The next one is mm. is a kind of a sad moment for anyone who loves loves 80s bad guy, one of the greatest bad guys of all time. Uh, at SummerSlam 1993, the Million Dollar Dream ends. This year, SummerSlam was the last prince of the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, as an active wrestler in the WF ring. He lost the open match of the night to Razor Ramon. Did you ever like Ted DiBiase? In your... Tez's homework world where you didn't watch super amount of wrestling before 99 and you must have known of the million dollar man oh yeah i knew i knew of the million dollar man so um my kind of initial exposure to that era was i remember a a friend their neighbor down their road um who's a bit older than us he lent me this game boy cartridge like original game boy gray screen and i can't remember exactly what the game was called it might have just been cool i don't know if it was a wrestlemania but could have been you, you had like only a handful of playable characters mr perfect hulk hogan ultimate warrior and ted digbyasi um probably a couple of other ones but it was, it, it was a cool game so that was my initial exposure but really um i never really kind of saw his in-ring stuff i always caught bits of him more as a manager a bit later on and then his later appearances so i i never actually really saw what he was like in the ring but he's obviously a huge figure in the in the industry hang on this might be it i don't know if this is it Right, I need to just mute this in case it's another. It's not. Here we go. Was this the theme for it? Right, do I get the beat? I mean, I can still. I'm going to do a quick Google because I can still see the artwork on the disc. I didn't get the box. I literally just got the cartridge. Yeah. Um, Let me go. WWF. Superstars, it was. Boy. Superstars. Right, let's have a look. Yeah, that was it because you had the yeah Randy Savage on the front. It was the three images with Hulk Hogan at the bottom. Yeah, green no, and that, that theme. Display. This theme. I'm trying not to get a YouTube blip, but another, another ten seconds quick. Oh, oh, oh bugger! Played the wrong thing. Go back. Hang on. This one. I mean, I was terrible at the game, but I loved it. Yeah, I, I loved it. Cause, and they didn't have special moves. I'll turn it right down. Because I remember this, they didn't have special moves. But what I used to do with Hulk Hogan when he would run against the ropes, and they'd only do the everyone had the same move, no special moves, and I just run against the no. ropes of Hulk Hogan and do the do the elbow drop they did. Um, so yeah. I just gonna pretend in my head that that was a leg drop. Hey Thor, how you doing? Thank you very much. And big big shout out to Thor as well, who's in the chat. Everyone show some love to Thorin, who's in the chat, please, because he did gift five memberships this week on the YouTube channel. So please do uh, if you've got any emotes or anything, just please put some emotes in the chat. I'm gonna do the grot bags emote for Thor. Um, not like Thor's got bags, but it's a cat. Thor knows got bags. But please do put some emotes in the chat and say thank you to Thor as well for doing the doing the five five gifted uh, memberships. That was really cool. Thank you so much, Thor. Great to have you here, mate. Um, but yeah, man, I remember that game. That was great. And Ted DiBiase, mate, absolute legend. His last match, SummerSlam 1993, uh, still was around. Of course, was the the, the fact one of the founding members of the NWO. Didn't wrestle, but um, man, it was he was a great guy. I really enjoyed Ted yeah, DiBiase, yeah. dude. Uh, and it, cool. this might be one from your period of time, Tez. The next one, mm. uh, the Rock and Sock Connection, Tez. The uh, the Rock and Sock Connection run wild. 
I've had it run wild on both of them. I write the headlines for each one. I've realised when the Ultimate Warrior runs wild and the Rock and Sock Connection run oh. wild. There's <laughs> a lot of running wild. There's a lot of running. I didn't realise I did generally. that. Brilliant. The Rock and Sock Connection, together known as the Rock and Sock Connection, the Rock and Mankind, together known as the Rock and Sock Connection, defeating the Big Show and Undertaker to win the WF Tag Team Championships on Raw. What do you think of the Rock and Sock Connection, Tez? Was this part of your fanhood? It was cool. I mean, from my memory, their dalliances in the tag team division were always quite short um you know kind of here and there but i always found it entertaining i mean it's a real cool like odd couple setup isn't it like yeah. the super not not serious but the super sort of piss takey rock and then mankind who's just well just endearing oh yeah i really love their their um any sort of time they teamed up or went against each other yeah, it's really cool um francis says no Ginetti in that tag team no no exactly that you know they both bring bring something special to the dance. So, it's a tough uh, question for you then. Who's the Ginetti in FTR? I mean, oh. the the perception, even though they wouldn't say it's the Ginetti, but a lot of focus gets put on uh, Dax. Dash. Dash. Or Dax. Dax. Uh, Dax, Dax and yeah, Smash, yeah. isn't it? Um, I mean, unpopular opinion... I've heard enough about him talking about his kids because <laughs> it does seem every promo is like, oh, my kids and I'm a dad and I fight for my family. I'm like, oh, I don't give a shit. Well, my little girl said, I'm a hero daddy. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I love you too. God, get sharp. Like, like Brock Lesnar, I don't give a shit about your kids. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, he does get a lot of the focus and he does have incredible singles matches. But I do think that that potentially does make uh, Cash look a bit like he's not as good but i do think that they in tag team matches i don't think that there's one that outshines the other because i do think they yeah, work yeah, incredibly yeah, well as a tag team i don't know why cash may i don't know if it's a personal preference or if maybe i don't know but you never really see singles matches of cash um and i'm sure he would be good in in, uh, in singles but uh but yeah dash dash does seem to be the hbk out of the two if you had to say it what about you hmm. no i'm going for i'm going for dax because he's just too annoying to my kids. And Cash did jump off the turnbuckle and rip his wrist open. And he oh, still, God, and he yeah, still came horrible. back. Badass. He's a badass. So, yeah. yeah. To, for pure badassness, it's uh, Dax and me out of the Genetti. But really, let's be honest, neither of them are Genetti's. No, no, no. They are They are a great tag team. And like Franchise and says, am... there was not a Genetti in the Rock and Sock connection. Oh, yeah, definitely. No, no Genetti there. Uh, but there we go, Tess. That was this week in wrestling history. What were you going to say? Nothing. <laughs> Wrong button. Oh. It's <laughs> pressing buttons now. There we go. Buttons. <laughs> My sound one. I need to get new sounds, Tez. But there we go, Tez. It's time for the 211 quiz. Are you ready? Oh, God. Right. I'm going to minimise chat. Do you know what? I am, I'm feeling nervous, mate. Because um, I haven't done it for now, a couple we of can't weeks. Be, you can't lose like, we can't lose like Barracles. I, I set myself a bar too high when I got uh, Kofi Kingston or Theory really quick. Oh, Kofi Kingston was the super quick one. Um, so now I'm, I am panicking a bit because I have, I've not given Berkeley shit for uh, for failing it twice, but I have pointed it out a couple of times. So now it feels like harm is going to bite me in the ass. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't think it will. I don't think it will, Tess. I think I think you've got this. Uh, you'll get it. Okay. I've got. I trust in you. You know, you you you're like um, when you when you got the 13 seconds Kofi Kingston, that was incredible. Don't put that pressure on yourself. You've got two minutes and 11 seconds to get this. Uh, and you don't want to be... Remember, don't be like Bericles. That's the only <laughs> That's the only thing you need to do on this whole segment is... Remember, 
don't be like Pharisees. So here we go. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. I'm ready. Okay, Tez. So if anyone that doesn't know, the 211 quizzes, we got two minutes, 11 seconds. We give each other clues. We swap it each week. And sometimes Bericles, when he's on the show, he guesses too. But we do give each other clues. Guess the rest of his birthday come out this week. So Tez, the 211 quiz starts now. Born August 31st, 1977. This guy is an American professional wrestler. And he is currently working... And still working right now. He was born in 1977. Born and raised in Cameron, North Carolina. This wrestler started performing as a youth. Matt Hardy? Nope. Jeff Hardy. You got it, Tess! <laughs> <laughs> you got it, Tess! Josh! You Josh! did it! Unbelievable, Tess, you did it! I'm invincible! I'm Homelander! I'm Homelander! Fucking diabolical! Did it, mate. Oh. Well, <laughs> I think that was like 18 seconds. Oh, when he said like 77, I was like, don't know. And he said North Carolina. I thought, well, who do I know that comes from there? And he said wrestling in youth. I was like, it's a hardy. It's got to be a hardy. And then, yeah, the thing is, the wrestling federation is the trampoline wrestling federation. So it would have given it away. <laughs> um, well, like, yeah, true. The trouble is, we don't, when we do these, we obviously put up their wikis. We just look on them before we do the show, don't we? Behind baseball. <laughs> and then you just put, they start reading through their wikis. So some things give it away quite quick. But no, I mean, that was really hard, Tez. Well done. Did it. Again. Oh, good Lord. Unbelievable, mate. I'm, I mean, very well done. Well done, dude. Done <laughs> Thank you very much. Showing off great skills there and great rest of knowledge. Still haven't not got one since you've been doing this since May, Tez. Uh, I've got to give a shout out to Franchise. <laughs> he said, Bericles, when it comes crashing down and it hurts inside. Yes, Franchise. <laughs> so, Tez, uh, should we... Franchise, uh, you're my favourite. Yes, if, should we see if anyone wants to call in and take any calls right now? Because uh, the calls are open. If anyone wants to come in and, and, and speak to us, it's a little bit of a short, it seems like it's going to be a little bit of a short show tonight. But let me tell you guys, there's going to be a ton of MOS this week. Uh, so much stuff coming up. We've got, we will be live on Thursday um, for an all out and Clash at the Castle preview. So join us at 8 p.m. UK, 3 p.m. Eastern. Live here on YouTube, like another Ministry of Slam this week. We've also got, uh, like I said, loads of other stuff coming out. We've got Ministry of Horror. Tez is probably doing some gaming this week. I've got to, I'll probably do a bit of gaming. We've got Ministry of Marvel. Tourney is, we, we've got on off weeks. One week is not so much, and then one week we're super busy. So it's crazy. But here we go. Here's the link in the chat for people if they want to phone in. It's a good time. Yes. There we go. Um, and we're going to be vlogging while we're at. Uh, at um, clash at the castle because remember we are youtubers now so we need to vlog tez yes yeah i'm looking forward to that like when i did the the wedding edit recently which i do need to do their main film uh, i need to get my ass into gear on that and also editing together the uh, what do you call it the warhammer thing so i'm quite looking forward to you know we'll get we'll, we'll film loads of footage like the trip up there meeting people uh, i'm looking forward to doing Get my editing, my my editing uh, gloves it's on. Gonna and, good, uh, it's gonna be good, mate. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. I think I'm looking forward to it. It's cool, right? We're gonna let, admit a man all the way from my camera's gone weird. Let's go to this chat. What oh, is that one? When we reach him, oh. but uh, there we go. Back to the normal camera. It's fine. But let's admit someone all the way from Chicago, and then we'll go to Berkeley's mm. after. It's Dan from Chicago. Here he comes into the chat. It's good to have Dan. Always great to connect with him. Been chatting for over ten years, and all the way from Chicago, has he connected to audio? It's Dan. Welcome to Ministry of Slam, Dan. Good to have you here, mate. Can you hear me okay? We can hear you fine, yeah. brother. How you doing? Good. 
Two weeks in a row, I made it in okay. Oh, <laughs> mate, it's good to have you here. Welcome. How is uh Chicago? Is it good right now? Going good, going good, going good. Thank goodness for wrestling, and I got my baseball. Everything, everything's well. Technically, not really baseball in Chicago anymore, but it's 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 going good. That's good, man. Nice one. Um, and what did you do? God, great to connect to you. And what did you think of Wednesday, dude? You were pumped for that. What did you think of it? I'm I'm confused. Like, is he really hurt, or is this a political thing to get him out, or are they really gonna do a rematch at the pay per view? Because he got squashed in three minutes and one second. I don't want to see that match again. Yes. Yes, I know. I, I agree. I agree. I mean, if he's if he's not hurt and it's some sort of ploy, I don't understand what that is. If it's some sort of storyline pretending he's hurt, I go, no, that's weird. Bit of a swerve, bro. Yeah, because then he's, if he does it here, then he's going to win it in his hometown in Chicago. That's what it maybe boils down to. Yep. Could be that. Could be that. I but mean... I'm actually looking forward to the Clash of the Castle more so than Sunday. You know, like, I'm excited for it. It's the first time in 30 years you guys got a pay-per-view. I know, dude. I mean, how long have we been speaking to you and not been talking about going to, like, oh, it'd be great to watch a proper WWE pay-per-view. And then in this network world as well, it's great that you guys can just log on and watch it and it's not silly pay-per-view times and you just watch it when it's live as well. I think that works right. really well. I was confused. I was confused as a kid. It, like, when I got SummerSlam 92, it felt weird like i'm like i asked my dad I'm like wait a minute this doesn't, doesn't feel live and my dad's like uh dumbass it's like they're in the uk i'm like oh there you go i did not understand that at what at dad, that point he's like you idiot are you I'm telling, like, oh yeah good point are you telling us wrestling taught you time zones yeah amazing yeah, <laughs> wrestling does everything for you yep yep so i'm excited for Gunther versus Seamus, that's going to be a, a, I don't want to say it, I'll say it, Slobberknocker, I'm excited for that match, that's going to be crazy. I think they'll let him go as well, and it's great having an Intercontinental, yeah. I know you're a long time wrestling fan, having a proper Intercontinental Championship match on a proper it, big it, pay exactly. great. Do you, we, do you think we get some blood? If we get blood, all the best, I could get blood. Yeah. Yeah, could do. Who knows? I mean, I don't know if we'll be able to see the blood how far back we're sitting. <laughs> do you think that opens the pay-per-view? I don't know. Is Ricochet on the card? I have no... <laughs> I have no idea. I'm not sure. I mean, it's going to be cool, man. Um, look out for us on the on the camera, uh, Dan. We'll be there somewhere up in the sticks. Okay, somewhere. I will. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'd like to talk to you about, actually, the 30 years ago SummerSlam. Oh, go for it. I recently watched it. The matchup between the Bulldog and Bret Hart. Okay, I haven't seen that match at all in a while, you know, but I could see the match in my head, obviously. Yeah. So Bret Hart did the Starcast, and I got the whole weekend a couple weekends ago. Very cool. Good, good stuff. Bret, to this day, says that the British Bulldog was high as a kite. Yeah. Diana, Diana says no. There's no way Bret Hart or the, his, her husband. Could have done that match if he was high. What's your opinion on it? Well, have you seen it, Tez? You want to make an opinion? I've watched it recently. Uh, which match was that, sorry? Brett Bulldog at SummerSlam 92. Can you comment on it? Uh, I watched it a couple of years ago. I mean, I, rem I knew going into it all the stories about him being super high and Brett having to run the match, but I didn't notice. To I didn't notice that um, uh, you know, Bulldog was out of it. He seemed, on appearance, uh, pretty... 
cognitive or compass mendy whatever the time i think is. his promo before before the match was terrible I, we watched it recently and if you, i mean dan it, ch do check it out on youtube martin you remember martin mathers me and him reviewed it it's up, up on the youtube yeah um yeah. the whole whole thing and uh, martin went to the event as well um and i remember watching it and i don't think i don't think he was i mean Bret Hart seems to moan and look at the negative. You see, on, on you see Bret talking on a couple times, but that's normal. Yeah, maybe he was hyped up because he's wrestling in the UK. Who knows? I mean, I don't. Yeah, you don't know what was going on backstage. I do know his promo before the match okay. was bloody rubbish. It was not very good. He didn't sell the emotion of the fact that he was. He probably knew he was going to be winning the Intercontinental Belt in the UK, but I don't think watching that match, you could say that he was completely high as a kite no way i don't think so I think why would bret hart say this stuff about his own family what is this guy is so bitter and angry it's ridiculous it's bret hart just it's just bret hart isn't it i mean we might yeah. meet him next week we can ask what do we, if we get the chance yeah. to i mean i don't know um I that's what he's done for a long time, Dan. And he, you know, it's all opinion. He was the he, he knows better than us as far as he's concerned, doesn't he? We can watch it and get our opinion on it and what we think happened. I don't think he was. I think that they move around no. quite fast. He holds up for those suplexes, some monkey flips, and all those good stuff, good stuff like that. And maybe the emotion of wrestling in Wembley got to him. It's a big moment. That crowd went bananas yeah. for him. Absolutely maybe bananas. He was blown up. Maybe he was blown up. That yeah. was him blown up. Maybe he's worried about Lennox yeah. Lewis coming down and turning on him because he came down as a British guy, but Lennox Lewis is Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to watch that. I'm going to watch that match now after I get done talking to you guys. Oh, go and watch it. It's great, man. And we, we uh, yeah. I really enjoy watching that pay-per-view. It's about two hours, 20 minutes. It's brilliant. It's yeah. a brilliant little watch on the, on the network. Oh, yeah. The, the summer's the matchup between the Ultimate Warrior and Randy Savage. What side is Mr. Perfect on? That was a good storyline, too. It was okay, I felt, from that pay-per-view. It was a bit wishy-washy. It didn't... It, 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 everyone was talking about it. Even the Bushwhackers were talking about it. Um, it, it played, I thought. I felt it played out a little bit more. And I, I do feel like on that pay-per-view, it would have been better if you had just a match of Randy Savage versus Armour Warrior at, like, WrestleMania 7. And I think that would have yeah. been a great... Um, would have gone down in history as one of the, the great WWE Championship matches of that time period. But the fact it was so messed up with the Mr. Perfect and Ric Flair turn it, it, it kind of right. messed up the match I feel like it should have been more of a straight match especially in that atmosphere at the time it would have been great yeah. Um, yeah. and Randy Savage lost it 30 years ago this week I think actually to Ric Flair yeah. yep. prime time wrestler yep yep, yep. So, so do you think we're going to get a title match or no at all out I think we will I think they can't they can't not have a title match can they um, there's rumors that they're they you know it is going to be Punk versus Moxley, but then I also heard that it's, they're not going to maybe have a title match, and the main event could be Brian versus Jericho. Really? Oh, that'd be rubbish. I can't I believe know. I can't believe that a company that for the last eighteen or nineteen yeah. months of MOS has been on on back on the air that I have been crowing about how good their stories are and how they keep me connected with the stories. As this is just me as a wrestling fan and objectively looking at it how I've been connected to the AEW stories pretty much since I've been back doing MOS, that then a week out from the pay-per-view, there's so much just matches and not storylines. And that's not good. There needs to be storylines. And this pay-per-view main yeah. event, without having a a solid main event, and only ha then having five days or something till the, till the actually event, main event, main event happening, or the, the pay-per-view happening, doesn't sit well with me in terms of a storyline getting invested. I, I kind of 
Now, after that match Wednesday, I missed the fact. I think it's, it's a shame they didn't just bang heads at the pay per view. Have a proper yeah. just be traditional, mm. unless we all get swerved, if that's the right term, in a good way, and it's something we never saw coming, and all of us are shocked, and it's brilliant. And you can have yeah. faith in that because there are some good moments in AEW, aren't there? Yeah, we'll see on Wednesday. The other day, they did a little bit of a train wreck from what I've been reading on Twitter, but hopefully yes. that you know that'll get cleared up soon. We will see, dude. We will see. Yep. But it's great, man. But thank you for phoning in, Dan. And um, yep. we'll be live on Thursday we'll if you want to come yeah. and join us an uh, hour later. So 3 p.m. Eastern, we're going to go live here on YouTube if you want to chime in I after Dynamite. There. All right. Nice one, Dan. Uh, thank you, brother. All right, later, guys. Cheers, dude. Nice yep. That was Dan all the way from Chicago, Tez. He was there. Oh, calling. Nice. If anyone else wants to phone in, uh, here is the link in the chat. Go and download Zoom and call in. And uh, we will be now bringing in the main man, all the way from the middle of England, it is Bericles. He's joining. Here comes Bericles. Bericles is joining this chat, and he is in. Welcome to the show, Bericles. Good to have you here, mate. Host hey guys, Tony is. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Nice one. Have you had a good week? Cool. My week's been pretty good. I've spent most of it with my girlfriend, so I've actually missed some wrestling this week. So okay, I'm, I've been catching up with with the news thanks to your good selves, but um. I just want to clear up a misconception. Okay. With the um the SummerSlam '92 right match, he's not high during the match. Right. He was high in the build up to the match. Je- uh, Brett couldn't get hold of him. Right. And after the first lock up, he says, "I've forgotten everything we talked about." Uh, and he, he's not high during the match. Otherwise, you you literally couldn't do it. Yeah. It's literally that he forgets the 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 sequence they're going to do, and Brett has to talk him through it as they go. That's where you get a lot of rest spots. Right. It's going to dive over the ropes that Bulldog completely misses and isn't there for. But he's not high during the match because, yeah, somebody would have died. <laughs> right, okay. Okay, um, so well, at least that clears it up a bit. So, um, you know, I uh, I enjoyed I, I enjoyed watching that pay-per-view, man. It's I a thought, good match. I thought it was great. That It was good. So I enjoyed it. Um, I'm yeah. not sure anything in Clash of the Castle will touch it. You don't think so? I, well, that's one of my favourite matches, so... Uh, right. I just, I just can't see. I can't see any like Clash of the Castle is going to be really good. I think like a lot better than I'm thinking it was going to be. Am I right in thinking you, you said in the chat earlier not leaving Birmingham to eleven? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, it's like I'm very worried about it because it's like great because now I'm not going to be able to go to the convention because by the time we get there, paying to get to the convention. So meeting you guys was just the main reason I was originally going. Is now like how am I going to manage that? I mean, maybe it's, an, it's a couple of hours down there, maybe, unless we stop off somewhere, because we're going on some some coach journey thing. Right. Uh, it was the only way we could do it, because trains, we could have got there, but we couldn't get back, because the late, the last train there was like 10 o'clock. Right. For some That's reason, to the, cap, to the capital, it's just like... And, and I couldn't justify a hotel room, because I, I live so close, technically. Yes. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm, quite, I'm quite gutted. Hopefully, I get to... Oh, we'll have time to meet up, like, dude. Definitely will. I mean, we definitely will have time to meet up, 100%. There's plenty of time. There's, you know, if you get there, if it's a couple of hours down, you'll be there one, two o'clock in the afternoon. There's loads of time. Yeah. You know, we can come out of the convention, hang out there. It's not, you know, it's totally fine. And if you do get time to come in, come in. It's, there'll be plenty of time to do stuff. We've got all day. And, you know, the, I think at these stadiums, you can get shuffled into your tickets, quite into your seats quite quick, aren't we? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of dreading that as well because uh, I'm at the top. I'm right at the top of the, the top of the arena, uh, opposite the where the entranceway should be. I think, right, 
judging from where the, the entrance is for the football is, I'm right there. And so it's like, yeah, I was at the Coventry, I was at a Coventry um, stadium for the Commonwealth the other day. Right. And they had no handrails up to your, to your seats and I had real trouble moving up and down. I'm like, maybe uh... I should have tried to pay for something a bit further down. But... <laughs> You live and learn. This is the first time I've been Tickets are so expensive, though. Yeah, I know. But but it should be fun. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Are you tempted to go to London for New Japan, like Franz just put in? I would be, but I've got a... A... A related... Well, an unrelated convention thing going on. Plus, isn't that that one of the days that 1PW is is happening? I believe. I don't know. I haven't heard much about 1PW since they announced it. We we would... We were just looking a bit earlier on the break at New Japan tickets. I know they go on general sale tomorrow, but it was like £100 for rings, ringside, which that's is like, good. that's awesome. They'll be gone immediately. I would love to go, but like I said, I believe one of the days at least I've got I've got a, th- a thing that I'm, I've already booked up for, mm. which is a shame. Yes, it is, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, so what do you think of the week's wrestling then? What you have seen? Oh, I've, I've watched Dynamite. Right. What do you think uh, of that then? The big story. I thought that was great. That, what a great match that well, that was. That three minute mm-hmm. uh, match. That was genius. Right. Well, there's there's one of one of one of three things has happened. One, I don't think this is true, is that Punk was really mad. Right. Two, he's actually more injured than he realised, and they just wanted to get the interim belt as the real belt. Or three, which is what I think is happening, is this is just a subtle heel turn. Right. Because okay. He gave the look back he gives to the ring when Mox wins and they're carting him out and like he's being held between two people is proper like I am heartbroken and nobody cares. Nobody cares about me. It's brilliant. And I I, I would sit there and say maybe it was a legitimate injury. Yeah. One, he sold it quite a lot. And two, the announcers were very quick to say, oh, maybe he came back too soon. You know, maybe he came back too soon. I think it's very much the storyline. They came back too soon. Yeah, he came back too soon, and and that that cost him the world title. And then how can he have a match on uh, the pay per view next week? He's not going to. You don't think so? I don't think there's going to be a world title match. I think you are discounting the big story of AEW, which is always the big story of AEW, the Elite. It's always the big story. You're going to have Kenny and the Bucks versus the Dark Order. All you've got to do is this week injure someone from the Dark Order so that Hangman has to take their place. Mm, that's a bit inbred, as far as I'm concerned. Well, it's the, it's the elite. It's all it's always like them with each other messing about. That's the thing. Mm, that's I think the that's too much. Storyline in AEW, for, anytime they're all about. For me, that's a little bit too much. I've got to say, I think uh, they're a bit better. They've been better than that. Just elite storylines. Not saying the elite storylines aren't good, but they've been they have proven to be better than that with good wrestling and good wrestling matches. And well, I think that I think that's going to be their big. Because think, look at the star power in it. Kenny and the Bucks and Hangman. Yeah. And early, earlier on, you've got, you know, Jericho and uh, Danielson. I think you're going to have enough star power on this card without there being a world title match. That's so stupid. I think that's stupid. If, they, if that's the case, I hope not, Barricades. I hope you're wrong because I think that would be terrible for next week. Well, who, okay, so let's, say you put, let's say you put him against Punk. What was the point in doing the injury? Well, this is the this is the whole thing. Like I'm saying, then they might have a better storyline. They might there might be something we different. We don't know. That's Unless you're bringing MJF back, and he's going to win the belt in Chicago. Mate, am I wrong? Let me just get the diamond ring thing. Doesn't get him a title shot, does it? No. Okay. Just uh, gets you 
Sefi, the need to feed the leaks ego to Sefi. It's true. Um, <laughs> I don't, I mean... I think that'll be your the main event because I, of who's in it. I would be gutted because for me, two weeks ago on this show, I said that I, I'm more looking forward to Punk versus Moxley at All Out than I am at Clash of the yeah. Castle matches. That I was hyped for. And I know that, you know, if we, if we go into All Out and there isn't a title match because whatever is going on with Punk, reality, you know, kayfabe, whatever, if we then don't have any sort of title match when that was kind of almost the most hype thing two weeks away from the event then yeah i'll i'll, I'll definitely just be this, watching this the highlights could, this since... could be a big problem for aw because next weekend's clash at the castle event wwe yes they have those annoying ad breaks but they're very good at uh, production and tying into history and a lot of stuff that gets you for one i guess for one of a better term the wrestling heartstrings sometimes and yeah. I am pretty sure they they will lean very much into the SummerSlam 92 fanhood, the UK, the special event, the stadium event in the UK, first one for all these. I don't feel that, especially with Triple H running the ship a little bit more, they're going to make this event. And maybe I'm getting all caught up with the emotions of going myself. I don't think they're going to make this event be just another Saudi show or that stadium show in, in Australia done a few years ago. I think they're going to make this event be a huge special event for the UK fans, for the American fans who want to tune in and see this clash at this UK event because it's off the back of, back of this SummerSlam event. They've got this, even the same font and graphics, all those little nods that people know. And then if then the next day on AEW, they don't have a main event and they go for a, an elite trios match, which... Well, they've got that, that, that's still a main event. That's still a, a title match. Yeah, but... because it, it's not for their world title. It's not a main event that I don't think people want to see. I don't think people want to see that, dude. I think no, I'm not. Like I said, I'm not the biggest fan of Kenny or the books, so I'm not exactly hyped for that either. But then again, the world champion is Moxley, who again I don't like. So mm. uh, I'm not. I'm not excited either way. I would have. I would have preferred Punk to come in, destroy Moxley, and then say, right, who's 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 going to Chicago to fight me? Yeah, last um, week I said the wrestling pendulum can swing quite quickly for positive and negative energies. Triple H taken over, it swung back over to the Fed. Yeah, for the whole incarnation of AEW, it's been the other other way for um for AEW since AEW started. It's been this is great. It's an alternative. We love it. And now, mm. for some reason, since since the whole Vince stuff is swung back round to swung back round to the Fed, and if next week they have this potentially historic WWE event, and then they've got All Out, which is AEW's main pay per view or maybe second biggest pay per view, uh, next week without a world title main event. For some screwy reason, uh, for some weird, oh, punk was injured, whatever, we're not having it. That's not good, and it's very I inward. Mean, it's not. It's not bigger than the company. It's mm -hmm. inward on the company being the elite versus the elite. That's not good. People won't and, like it. And if if it is the, um, you know, the trios title, the elite, which is the the main event, and I would agree that the star power is there with the people involved. As much as I like the Dark Order, and I get the story with with Hangman and the Bucks and Kenny. The Dark Order uh, comedy fodder, you know, yeah. really, that have only yeah. really had any sort of push on being the elite, which, you know, is very kind of niche. Um, I would again say that has that has the trio's belt or have has this potential, you know, hangman, uh, elites and, and, and all that malarkey. That hasn't really been getting much, much feature. So when we're a week or so away from the pay-per-view... It's it just if that does turn out to be the main event, okay, cool, star power. But it hasn't been getting the push that you'd think a main event attraction they can't hype should it until be. they get to who's in the finals. And the Dark Order are only getting to the finals this week. 
I believe, unless I missed it on... Did I miss it on... No, no, there's a roll-up finish on Malachi Black, which is a WWE roll-up finish. It's bloody rubbish, where the music well, who, played. Miro's music... Beat? Yeah, the Miro's music played in one of them, one of the Dark Order rolled-up Malachi Black, like a t- typical okay, so, Monday Night Raw finish. So that's the official final then? No, because you've got the Elite versus uh, the United Kingdom. United Empire? Oh, yes, yes. Osprey, Osprey and Kenny in the ring on Wednesday. Yeah, that should be, be that should good. be interesting. But you yeah. talking about making this Clash at the Castle like a big, huge event? I just don't think they're going to do it. It's going to be big and huge for us, but I don't think Americans are going to care. But, uh, just just to be the devil's advocate here, Barracles, this is the first proper Triple H event. SummerSlam wasn't. It was only a week after. after I, Vince I left. agree. He could do something massive. I mean, but like. SummerSlam is only important to us. You know what I mean? SummerSlam 92 is not important to, to your average American fan. I, I, think, don't think... I think it is. Look at Dan from Chicago just phoned up and said oh, he lives in Chicago and asked about it. Yeah, but he, that was him asking 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 his dad about... Um... But he remembers it. Think how much... I'm just using Dan as an example. I mean, no, I'm, not, I'm just True. saying like he's just... from Chicago and when our old Dan was, he was like you know, 10, 12, I don't know how old he was at the time. You know, he remembers that. I think of how much wrestling Dan's watched. So I think SummerSlam Night 2 is important for wrestling what, fans. What what I could say in regards to this event, if we take out the UK element and the historic nature of it being in the UK, pay-per-view in the UK, is this not, though, if we take all that out of it, the best built build up towards a WWE pay-per-view yes. in a very long time. Good point, Ted. Yeah, because an old an old senile man isn't going, oh, I don't know, let's run the 13th flipping rematch for next Yeah, week. but think yeah. that possibly. But flip that round on the other head. No, flip, flip that round, Pericles. What you need to do is flip that round. And be like, because Vince isn't there. Then you flip around and be like, yeah, because it's it's the, the, the pendulum has swung and it's positive. It's turned positive. And we can go into this with good vibes. And, you know, in a way, you know, you know what I mean? It's like... Um, I, I, enjoy, I enjoyed SummerSlam. I thought SummerSlam was good. Hmm. I think that I think mean, Triple H is making all the right moves. Uh, I, I really am looking forward to the show because I think anything could happen. I mean, heck, Roman could lose. I doubt it, but Roman could lose, which is not something I thought when we bought tickets. I mean, from that beatdown, <laughs> you know, normally they go pretty toe-to-toe. They like to keep the guy strong that they end up losing to Roman at a pay-per-view. Um well, that's a that's a moment. If he, if, with true, British if, if he wins and Scottish if he loses, if that Scottish man wins his championship in Wales, you know they're the Welsh are going to yeah. be like, oh shit. Why was um what's that guy's name? Who looks like Batista, Mason Ryan. If this oh, was Mason if this oh, if this only wasn't Mason Ryan, oh damn. I suppose we better cheer, Drew. I mean, I, I'm. <laughs> I mean, you've. The, I mean, I'm actually. I'm looking forward to the what the um not Walter. He's Walter, but like. Gunther, I'm looking forward to Gunther versus Sheamus as well. I yeah. mean, that'd be great. Um, to be honest, I don't know much more about the card. I'm sorry, I was going to do a lot of catching up this week, but WWE haven't, like you said, the the shows haven't been awful. Rob Terry to interfere. Oh my god! <laughs> Out of the three of them, I think Rob Terry's the worst one, <laughs> which is saying something about Mason Ryan. Uh, but yeah, this this like I think it's going to be a really really good show. I don't think it can be as big as a Saudi show. Those Saudi shows make more in one event. Yeah, but you're thinking, of it, you're thinking of it wrongly about money. It's not about the money and stuff. It's about the history and the vibes, I think. We don't need to think about the money side of this in terms of the size of it. The, I feel like this could create 
wrestling vibes, which WWE hasn't done for a long time. Maybe that's a weird thing to say. It could make interesting storylines. Yes, it can create vibes. Saudi is sterile because it's sterile. And of course, the last time they had a Saudi show, they had the Brock uh, in the Elimination Chamber run over everyone. This isn't like this. Like you've just said, Drew might beat Roman in Wales. Um, You know, I think if if we stop being the internet wrestling fan and take that out of it, because it could spoil the enjoyment and go into this as try and be wrestling fans and just take it in for what it is. And if it makes more money in Saudi or doesn't, who cares? It doesn't affect us. We're still going to watch it or not and just enjoy it for the wrestling matches. That's going to be on the event and whales and fireworks, all this, you know, bells and whistles. Uh, it's it's good vibes, man. It's good vibes. Um, we, we, you know, we should try and go into this maybe not thinking of. Oh, I'm, I'm not being I'm not being negative. I'm not being negative at all. I would just... say you are. Pardon, sorry. I wasn't saying you were being negative. Oh, just... cool, cool. So I, I don't want to give the impression that I'm like poo-pooing all over this thing. I think it's going to be really cool, uh, especially to be to be in that crowd. It's going to be very cool for us. Yeah. Uh, I'm just hoping that, as you say, I'm hoping something happens. I'm hoping something interesting and cool happens. Uh, they've been making this. They've been making new signings. Every 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 week you you come on and there's, there's someone else is making a return. I mean, this would make a big statement if someone else, if someone came came in that you weren't expecting, yeah, or or any of that kind of thing. I mean, that's maybe I'd MJF do. turns up at Clash. <laughs> he's still he's still under contract for another two years. Twenty twenty four, the bidding war of twenty four. That's the one. But like any, this is the thing. Uh, there used to be a in the in the mid nineties or the early nineties. It used to be anything that happened in the WWF. That was the slogan. Uh, yeah. One of the many many dodgy slogans they came up with. But like, it's generally beginning to to feel that way now again, uh, and I'm really looking forward to seeing it. That's I'm cool, hoping man. that I'm just hoping the big screens are facing my way because the ants I'm going to be watching in a, in a wrestling ring. I don't really want to be. They'll have them all around. They'll have that sort of big fake roof thing in the middle, won't they? That like they have and have the screens on those sort of situations there, and see all the backstage moments and the credit card adverts. It's going to be good. Oh God, are we? Uh, oh, do we think that we're going to be suckered into buying merchandise? Well, I get oh. I get paid the day before, and even I'm still like, no, don't don't buy a belt, don't buy a belt. <laughs> do they sell belts there? They will do. Um, oh. But um, oh. need but to go and wrestle someone about, in the toilet. If you're going to have a belt at an event, you better be prepared to defend the belt. Yeah, that's true. Know. That's that, that was my stance, wasn't it? So, um, you you talked about WWE having adverts before. Do you know what that is? Because of Peacock's advert commercials, yeah, they, yeah. Are, they are Peacock's advert breaks in on the on the advert-supported version of Peacock. So they have to fill those up with a, a little thing about Kevin Owens or whatever. That's that's why those stupid things exist. Um, yeah, I know, yeah. I know, I know. I'm trying to remember what, what Sefi wrote. There are rumours that the networks want the world title to be on more shows. Yeah, so... They want that's the world we, title to be on more shows. They'd split the world titles. <laughs> uh, Wrestle someone in. Sorry, Barry. Oh, sorry. No problem. That's why Roman lose. Rest of someone in the toilet. Um, but thanks, Bar- Barricles. We're gonna get to a um, gonna get to franchise uh, franchise calling if that's all right. Well, give me two seconds and I'll tell you what. Oh yeah, what's coming up on Turning Years this year? Go for it. Uh, Turning Years this week is gonna be. Um, give me two seconds while I totally forget which one I was working on literally uh, hours ago because it all just turns into mine and Dave's voice over and over again. This week on Turning Years. It should be Wrestle War eighty nine. Oh, that's a good one. It's 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 an interesting show. Uh, it's storyline wise, WCW has been cooking along for a while. Match wise, sometimes maybe not. 
but you'll get to hear what what we think of, of wrestling war is that not the one tez watched no i don't believe so which one's the one that tez watched with the signers in it that oh, war games with the Steiners war games and yeah we've had our first war war games are usually at the on the early on the early years of of wcw right. they usually save for the great american bash right okay but uh we'll certainly get to a war game soon cool but uh we recently finished recording halloween uh, the first halloween havoc so that should be in about a month's time or Ooh. two months time we tend to try and keep ahead but uh yeah is getting getting interesting Could you tell when you get to it you need to get tez on for the chamber of horrors match Oh, that's that's years from now. As a guest host, <laughs> guest for that. Well, it's it's years away. So uh, <laughs> you heard you heard him say signed up. Yeah, <laughs> don't um, worry about it. Apparently, I've got to do the Baywatch show, despite having never watched Baywatch. I cannot remember. I cannot I understand members of this community not watching Baywatch. I've been on. I've been on it for eighteen months, talking about how good it is, and no one watches it. No one ever goes, Lawrence, watch that episode. Of Baywatch is brilliant. It's Baywatch. It's, it's all brilliant. Uh, Berkeley, thanks for phoning in, brother. Appreciate it. So, all right, guys. Dude. See you there, mate. Thanks for the chat. Right. See you on Sunday. Oh, we'll See speak to you Sunday. before that. But no, son, thank you, dude. My my camera's all weird right. again. It's all very weird on this this one. It's like I'm talking to myself. Hello, me. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Why does it do that? It's this two of my head. Oh wow! <laughs> You're a conjoined twin. Hi, welcome to the Ministry of Slam. It's great to be here. It's my brother. Uh, <laughs> 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 I did all that about. <laughs> um, okay. Wait, what have I done now? Oh, I don't know what I've done. It's gone weird. Let's go to this chat. Hey, sorry guys, I'm messing up. I've messed up my thing. But there we go. Uh, let's um, let's get in the franchise. Admit him. Franchise is in for some more ridiculousness. And if anyone else wants to phone in, go for it. Uh, it'd be good to have you phone in. Um, can join Lawrence. Yes, that was good. Um, <laughs> so is he in? Is the franchise in? Tess, has he joined? Can you see? He's joined. Welcome, franchise. How you doing? Oh, I actually uh, had a quite busy week and stuff. Uh, it's like it's like a wrestling buffet this week. Oh, it is. Have you decided to buy tickets yet? Come on, franchise, buy tickets for next week. I, I can't. I, I, I've got prior commitment that day with work, so. What are you talking about? I don't understand. Hold on a second. Yeah, phone it. Just say you got diarrhea. It's the greatest excuse ever. No one I got ever the squid, I can't it. come in. If you, yeah. say, if you say you've got diarrhea, no one ever questions it. They're like, oh, he's got diarrhea. I've got jelly belly. Just, I just can't come in. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I try. And, well, I'm I'm quite reliable when it's work, anyway. So it's just I had a prior commitment. That's why. Um, if it was a week, if it was like this week, it would have I would have been able to because I was actually in the area. So I was near Cardiff. So oh, franchise. Yeah. No, I see something. It's pretty good actually. It's like they've got a big mural of now near um, in like of um, Roman Reigns. So that was quite nice as well. So and also a lot of the banners and stuff has gone up for. Mm. Um, so it looks like it's quite an iconic venue as well. I was looking at you looking at thing that um thing with wrestle um thing. Wrestle yeah, that was pretty good actually because you got some great people there like um, Tyson Fury, yeah. so Carl Valve up there as well. Yeah. So like exciting times, mate. Together. Looking forward to it. It's gonna be a great show. It is uh, yeah because I think I saw the the guy who runs it as well. I think I've, I've I think I've met him once, so he's like a really nice guy. So yeah, yeah, nice guy, very nice guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, Smackdown is like literally it's like a thing that, like say before Smackdown I enjoyed watching like NXT like NXT Heat Wave that was pretty good as well like now we're on the road to Worlds Clyde yeah and the end of um, NXT UK so 
a sad sign, but it'd be interesting to see. Because I'm, for me, as a fan, I'm a bit surprised that they're not doing any of the World Clyde matches at Clash of the Castle. So, which well, the guys are over in Florida, aren't they? So they, unless they fly from Breaker over or someone like that, I don't think yeah, they will. I'm, I'm looking forward to exciting times. It'd be interesting to see, but. It's like um, they announced the same literally that they they might be redesigning some of the belts. So, where did you see that? Um, they've announced it like literally that they're looking at redesigning it. Um, where did you see that? Online. Where's your source franchise? Uh, well, I read it on a on a site. So, okay. but, which I think is a good thing because if you're going to redesign NXT Europe, you, you kind of either need to maybe either like retire the NXT to, or have it for a while and maybe bring back the European title. Which, if I was NXT Europe, I would probably... That's the one title I would bring back because it's a bit... If you're going to define European wrestling, wouldn't it be that the title you would use? The European title. Yeah, we've said that. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Have the European title yeah, come back, but, definitely. But one way, it's like, I still think, it is it going to happen in 2023? I'm still... I don't know. I'm just still on the fence. So, Bericles put it in the thingy about the belt design changes, okay. which I think is one way right because it's like that. Um, another thing that I enjoyed watching, like Vincent Mann's seventy seventh birthday party. Yeah, were you, did you? Were you invited? <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> I was invited. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't get because I was I had loads of sandwiches to eat before then, so I passed out in a food coma. Oh my goodness! Um, <laughs> so it's a shame, oh, it? shame you didn't make it there, mate. It would have been good to yeah. see you. I'm sure Vince McMahon was gutted you weren't there. Well, the genetic jackhammer, so... Like, see, no, it's interesting because you see some of the stars, that, some of the people that was actually at his party, which I was quite surprised to see. So, Cena, which I was quite surprised. Um, Pat McAvee. Uh, who else was there as well? Brock. Yeah. So, that was, so it'd be interesting who, the people that were there that we didn't see. So, it was in there. But um, nothing that I was saying as well, like, about... Um, no, I'm looking forward to is like, literally Clash of the Castle. It's like... It's a bit interesting some of the matches that I'm a bit surprised they haven't announced. Yeah. Well, like what? Well, well I thought for me I would have probably you, had the what the women's um the women's tag team um tournament final at Clash of the Castle. That would have been the smart money. Are they but, not doing it there? Well, not that because you've already pre-taped SmackDown. Spoilers anyway, so franchise. Spoilers, yeah. I say literally, but but the best thing I did enjoy watching this week's SmackDown, apart from Gunter getting slaps, was uh, Maximum Male Models. Uh, I think that's one of the most funny segments in the on SmackDown that I think that people should worth watching. Right, okay. Um, I'm glad you enjoy it. Just <laughs> what I mean. I'm, I'm like, the, like, the, like I said, like, like a couple of weeks ago, I enjoyed Ric Flair's last match. I was in the minority, but... Uh, yeah. Um, no. Yeah, I'm enjoying it, so... so that's good. Um Franchise. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. The main. I mean, are you ready to tell us what sandwiches you ate? That's the main reason we want you to phone. Yeah, in. well, yeah, because I had like uh, some sandwiches. Because I've had are you ready? Trouble. Are you ready? Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Go for it. Um, I had a nice tuna um crunch sandwich on a on a like kind of rye bread with wow. um, mayonnaise and um, cheese and salad. Also, as well, I had a nice, um, like a foot long sandwich, like a, one of the new uh, mo- mozzarella um, sandwiches from a well known Subway chain of sandwiches. Wow. Mm. A mozzarella sandwich? Yeah. 
One of those things is like that. Yeah. Is that not just a cheese sandwich? Kind of, yeah, but with mozzarella cheese. Wow. Sandwiches. Delicious. Yeah. Satisfying. No and no bagel this week. Bagels. They're not sandwiches. No, but yummy. No, yeah. But um, as a saying goes. What a mate. Yeah. Yeah, as we say as well, like let's say World Pride is like that'd be interesting. Like I think like the women's match, I think that could be the match that's gonna steal the show. Cool. Like because you've got um Macro Sakamura, like the NXT UK women's champion with Mandy Rose, and then you've got B Priestley. Even the champion might not lose the match. I'd be interested to see who's gonna be come out as um who's gonna come out winner because if say if Mandy loses the title Will they, move, will they move up to the main roster? Tuna and Wright is boring. Well, <laughs> sometimes you, you can, sometimes you have to have different types of sandwiches. It's like sometimes you can like sometimes you have He Man and then sometimes you like Skeletor. Sometimes it's both. What's that got to do with sandwiches? I'm just using an analogy, but that's not an analogy. <laughs> My analogy, but, um, <laughs> but but another thing, but it's like I was saying, literally with um. I've got a small theory maybe for Clash of the Castle like I say what happens Drew wins he wins the match yeah gets attacked by Killer Cross yeah and Fury cashes in the title that same evening oh, imagine God. it but the thing is does that mean will people boo that much or your- do you think Triple H is so connected with the internet wrestling community he knows that we all know that WWE doesn't let people win in our home countries or home nations or home you know wherever we are united kingdoms and he might be like stuff it drew's gonna win let's do it to show the the tide has truly turned yes yeah but the thing is what do you do with the thing is fairy the thing is don't forget fairy's got the case just he's have him lose it he's shit amount of times get rid of him (laughs) he's rubbish mate Rubbish. But if I, maybe maybe at the at because literally if you're going down to Cardiff as well, there's a few places I probably would say. There's two things I would actually say. Um, you've got a Clash of the Castle um, Superstore that's open, so that's going to be opening up that weekend. Looks quite good. So it'd be interested to see some of the stuff on it. And as well, like um, I try to think about. Um, there's also as well. There's, there's probably a lot of things to do in Cardiff. Actually, one thing I recommend. Like, is, are you phoning up? Are you trying to sell us Cardiff? We're going there already. Yeah, no, but I'd be interested to like, see some of the things you're going to see. So are you going to visit any of the sites, do anything exciting? We're going to WrestleFest. Yeah, but it's only it's quite a good city to go to. I'm speaking for myself because I've been there quite a few times. Like, I was there earlier on in the week as well, like, practically. You That's what I mean. Said if that. Go- <laughs> yeah, but I was saying, if you get a chance, go on the boat ride as well. There's like, um, literally near the coast, like some Franchise. boats. Franchise. Do you know how much these wrestling tickets cost to get a Clash at the Castle? And you're telling us to go on a boat ride. We well, need to do everything wrestling that day. When you yeah, get to sandwich well, shops, I'm not telling you to go and eat a roll. I'm just saying eat a sandwich, mate. Even, uh, what's his name? Um, Zolf Ziggler was the other week. He was doing a tour of Wales as well, Cardiff as well. And he had some like Cardiff delicacies as well. And he, I think he had like a sandwich as well. So I mean, that's a, probably an all expenses paid trip by a multi-million uh, company. So he's got the luxury to... Go around and uh, and with a film crew and enjoy all the sights and yeah. But I'm saying both and... quite good. But if you get the mural, that's quite a good thing to see. But I'm saying literally that's what I'm saying because I've already put the bunting already for um for the clash of the castle thing. Well, I feel so excited about it. Why didn't you come? I, I told you it's literally I have a prior commitment work unfortunately, which is a bit annoying for me. But 
it's one of the things that I can't get out of. No. Which... Sorry, work. I'm falling out my ass. I can't come I've in. I've got diarrhea. No, go, oh, God. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah just stay come, home. Stay get, home. Get, get well. It's just like one get of your the... Rey Mysterio mask. Come to the show. Yeah. It's one of the things with jobs. It's like one thing in my position is that I have that because we do something exciting. So um, I'm like one of the people that are testing out quite a few things. So. Right. I don't think, Coleman, I know you give me some advice, but it's like. My, my workmates would probably find out that if I was in Cardiff as well because I mean I, I mean I mean the thing is you're so such a big wrestling personality in that crowd of sixty thousand people they're bound to see you on telly I mean it's, it's, it's definitely going to happen. Well, I've been, I've been on certain UK shows like No Mercy um, in Manchester. You see me in the crowd shot first Raw in the UK as well, and some other things. Well, exactly. like uh, exactly, yeah. exactly. No, but I'm looking forward. To, I'm looking forward to see your review in Cardiff as well, and something like, and see where what you're gonna do while you're in Cardiff as well. Some of the sights and, and sounds. I'm looking and forward to Mr. Priceless, well. Mr. Franchise is talking nonsense again. Like he's, already, he's already given his sound <laughs> hey, review. I thought I, thought I would have seen Priceless earlier on in the week as well because we both have a mutual friend that I thought I would see him earlier on in the week because I was down his neck of the woods as well while I was down there. So <laughs> the gruff said he'll call your boss and say you've got diarrhea. <laughs> 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 yeah. No, but um, yeah, but I hope you enjoy it anyway. So it'd be interesting to come on like to hear your experiences. Well, we're, we're gonna be gonna be loads of MOS this week franchise. I mean, did you check out Ministry of Horror? You asked about it last week. Have you watched it yet? Um, no, that's actually on my watch. I've been too busy this week, so uh, it's actually on the thing to probably watch tomorrow because I've got um, I've got the morning off as well because I've got all paperwork to do. So I can do it while I'm doing my paperwork stuff. So exciting, nice one, franchise. Yeah, but, that's good. Yeah. Cool. It's a very exciting as well, and um, thanks yeah, for coming in, mate. But well. well, we'll be live on Thursday, so you know we'll be just days away, and we'll try and talk you into having diarrhea. <laughs> Not the verbal kind of diarrhea that some some of the people like in the chat room. Some of the people think that I talk sometimes, but yes, well, we, but we always love it when you phone in. You've even got your own theme song yeah. now, franchise. So thank you very much, mate. Yeah. I mean, get more members, and then you can have my own uh, my own emoji. Uh, why don't you sign up for it then? I, I thought I did already. You've not signed up for it? No. Get more members, then get myself an emoji. <laughs> Tell you what, do it. Sign up for an emo- sign up for a membership. You might make oh. a Framwages emoji if you do it. And yeah, the next Framwages. One. Get more members. Well, you do it. Unbelievable. That's an ultimate buzz. Right. <laughs> telling, telling people to buy. Face closed. Give this me. Yeah, again. But if anyone does want to get oh, a membership, it very much helps us out and it does help with the running costs. And we put it back into MOS and help MOS grow. So um, thank you very much, uh, Franchise, for one, calling one in. One thing I'd like to ask before you go away, are you going to take your wrestling belt with you? I would have, I, I would have if you were there because I would have bashed you on the head with it. Hard well, I have the superior oh, golden sorry. belt, so... Okay, well, I've, I've worn your belt once before, Franchise, and it was amazing. Yeah. So there we go. Thanks yeah. for calling in. I need to sign by Hulk Hogan as well. Mine's not then. signed by Hulk Hogan. Um, but... Maybe get it signed while you're over there by Brett. So... I could do. You could take it out to... Well, you might complain that. about Goldberg, so... I can't do that. Right, uh, nice one. Thank you, Franchise. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> Bye. Bye, mate. That was Bye. Franchise. Okay, Tez. That's it. That was Franchise phoning in, talking nonsense again, but the best, not, the best kind of nonsense. I enjoy it. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That's good. So, uh, Robert Dinkins, AEW gets all his money. Fair enough. Fair enough, Robert Potentially Dinkins. won't be getting my money uh, next weekend, uh, unless something happens in the next... Something huge this Dynamite, week. yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but there we go. Um, franchise isn't going to have diarrhea next week, so he's not going to be able to go to Clash at the Castle. Um, and it's been a good show, Tess. I've enjoyed it. It's good. 
Uh, so who, um, wh- wh- where are we at with the poll? On, uh, the what poll is 68% of the vote voted for Clash of the Castle in comparison to All Out next week. Interesting. I wonder if that would have happened a month ago. Do, do you know what was funny? is I'm sure it was at like 50-50 earlier on. I guess before we started talking about the potential All Out main events. Ooh. I wonder if that's maybe kind of swung people. Maybe. I don't know, mate. Or maybe, maybe it has. Who knows? Maybe. Um, oh, and Miguel watches AEW in the theatre. That'd be awesome. We don't get that wow. in here in England, Miguel. Of course, we, our AEW's on at one in the morning and then it's like 13 14 matches and it's on for five hours so mm. good it costs us so much money in, in popcorn and beer to goodies but it must be so wicked yes. being in america being able to watch wrestling at an appropriate time rather than one in the morning so it's quite cool on <laughs> friday we get to watch wrestling at an appropriate time for us saturday sorry yes it's really cool yeah. tess so tess that was the show we've got tons coming up again let's go oh. so you're doing gaming what, what are you gaming tomorrow so i'm gonna have a little look on my uh gaming platforms for a good i'm thinking of a good rpg i want to put on a few get a few Don't hours play done <laughs> i mean that. i'm i'm a fair well i say a fair amount into it. i've done a few bosses on elden ring but if i want to play for a few hours then elden ring isn't the game because i do get frustrated very quickly um and i do tend to just cheese it through the areas to get to the boss which is not really how you're meant to play and no way to level up so i don't know i'm going to look for on my the game libraries for a decent RPG, something to get stuck into and get a few hours on on a bank holiday with a few beers. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Tuesday, we're either doing Universal Monsters or we're doing uh, Twin Peaks on the Ministry of Horror, 8pm UK time, 3pm Eastern. Um, either way, it's going to be a lot of fun. I've got, some, I've got to watch some films to review. And then Wednesday evening... I'm going to be recording with my good friend Jamie Downing the very first episode of the I've decided now Ministry of Dragons because I've I've made a font uh, Ministry of Dragons and we're going to be talking about the first two episodes so last week's and this week's coming up um, of the House of the Dragon the new uh, Game of Thrones spin-off and Chuck that's going into all the main podcast feeds yes it'll be going uh, going on podcast feeds yeah yes yeah, so that's it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun and then of course uh you know we're, we're doing a show on thursday but what have you what have you got coming up well i will the- be doing some gaming depending on what time you're doing gaming tomorrow i'll probably do a little bit tomorrow night but i might not because i've been quite busy uh friday and saturday and tonight and i might not uh, i'm going to a barbecue at my dad's house which you might come to as well briefly tomorrow yeah, yeah. Well, it's around the corner from my dad's so i might meet see tez's legs for the first time in in years i can't wait um <laughs> and then and then and then and then I've they're got, even paler than i yeah. am <laughs> and then we'll be doing mos and then i'll definitely be gaming on wednesday we've got uh, uh some all out uh no some all out Clash of the Castle preview live on Thursday. We've also I also recorded a bonus episode of Ministry of Marvel with my brother this week that will be going out. I, I need to work out the schedule. We've got so much stuff coming out. I'm going to be speaking to Rick Moran as well about a possible other show that he's interested in doing on the network. There's tons of stuff on this MOS network, and I'm also going to be trying to build an MOS network website. I think we need to start doing as well for all of our shows and all our information. And there's lots of other stuff going on behind the scenes that I'm trying to work out on. I've been uh, sussing out some podcast stuff, something uh, with Tez that I blown away that wasn't done that i found out uh in the in the recent workings of the mos or sort of stuff that i'm sort of interested in the, the behind the baseball side of mos um since sort of this all, all took the changes i'm trying to make sure all the foundations are laid to help the whole mos network grow which i guess wasn't we didn't really do before um because now we're sort of all in sort of in this situation right now i can dive more deeper into these things and find out stuff so i'm quite interested in helping the whole foundations be laid for hoping to grow the network and uh that's my plan but also live there's lots of other stuff coming out live and we might <laughs> even be live streaming from cardiff if we can get some internet signal i'm gonna yeah. look into that 
because that would be really cool. And mainly, I'm looking forward to meeting everyone, being at WrestleFest, meeting everyone in Cardiff. There's so This is a crazy week. We will be live. There'll be stuff coming out on the NWS Network every day, literally up until a week on Tuesday, I feel. Uh, and then it's, and then also Cobra Kai starts. So, goodness me, are we going to do a we, Cobra Kai show? Ministry of, uh, <laughs> Ministry of Cobra Kai. Ministry, Ministry of, of Miyagi. Ministry of Mom. We've already got that, mate. Ministry of Mom. Oh, yeah. We basically, we need to build this up. We can only do so 24 get... different shows, and that's it. Oh, my God. We need to build this up so we can get uh, get that sweet sponsorship money. Basically, I just want to try some Blue Chew. I want to get free Blue Chew. Um, you know, that's that's what this is all gearing towards, isn't it? Um, and we can try it live before we do a show and see what <laughs> happens. Guys, all these other wrestling podcasts, they say about Blue Chew, but do they do it live? We're going to do it live right now and put it in our mouth and then see what I'm happens. I'm incredibly uncomfortable show. right now, which means it's working. Check, check out Blue Chew. It actually works. <laughs> look, at, look at this. No, that's far too far. Wrong the sort of show. Taken off straight yeah, away. Far, wrong show. Wrong show. Uh, but there we go. <laughs> that was another Ministry of Slam ending on a high, as always, Tez. Absolutely brilliant. And thank you very much for everybody who hangs out with us here on our network. And uh, we it's not just our, our network, Tez and mine and Barracles and everybody does shows. It's all of our network and we're building a really cool community. And I appreciate, we all appreciate everyone who comes and spends their time with pops and streams, comes and says hello, checks out the podcast, checks out all the live shows, hangs out with us and creates some positive energy for us. All the time, Tez. It's really oh, yeah, cool. Definitely. There's lots definitely. of good vibes. And uh, before we end the show, I want to say thank you to every single person who signs up to our YouTube memberships. The Gruff, Bericles, Merrill, Thor, John Larry, Dan, Dan from Chicago, The Legend of Four Chords, Gareth, Unexplained Possibilities, TV in Finland, and Snapped Fibula Productions, who are now members here on the MOS Network. Thank you very much to every single one of you guys for supporting the MOS Network. If you guys do want to help support the MOS Network, check out the join button that is underneath this player. It will help us out a lot. And also check out the subscriptions on Apple and Spotify to get the Ministry of Marvel and some of the bonus shows, including possibly House uh, Ministry of Dragons. Uh, We'll be looking into that as we move forward, guys. But thank you very much, guys. Really appreciate it. (laughs) The Miguel gives new meaning to work and stiff. <laughs> Excellent, Miguel. You get the last joke of the show. Thank you very much, guys. Really appreciate it. And Tez, we will see you guys all on the flip flop. Thank you very much, yes. guys. Good night, my friends. Good night. Check out these credits. If you remember, you're there. Bye bye. <laughs>